Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. It's Greenland, like being Amish, but with more ice. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. Bing bye. This is Common Man and T-Bone. That's what it should be. I mean, I'm, I'm good with a good ketchup. I love ketchup, but I like fat on fat. <laughs> I agree with that, too. Yeah, Ketchup's not fatty enough for me. That's this show's other name. Fat, fat on, on fat. fat. Yep. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday to you. Timmy Hall in for Common Man today. What's up, Timmy? How are you? Oh, <laughs> I bet you here are. Here we are. It's, Sweet 16. Let's yeah, go. Sweet 16 Thursday here at the fan. We have got March Madness back tonight. We'll be talking about the games here. Lots to get into there. Also, good news. It is time, not right now, but later on in this out in this uh, show, what am I trying to say? What are you saying? I don't know. We're going to do Bone of Education, ah. but we're doing a special edition. Because the last few times you've been in, you said, hey, do you, you want me to do Bone of Education? And I've said, well, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Seems weird for me not to do it. But then today, the idea struck me. We, we're missing out on the opportunity to call this Bone of Education Study Hall, hosted by Tim Hall. So, mm. Timmy... You got it today. You know, you're doing Bone of Education. We are uh, we are very proud in the Hall family to have most every building on campuses all across America named, named after, after you. us. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes a lot, of, a lot of buildings with another person's name. Like but Study. Then, yeah. Yeah. Well, James R. Study. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Or sometimes you get like the other, the people who have put all that, all that money into the university. They got their name on it next to you. But either way, it still works out for you. Yeah, so we'll we don't do, have to make donations. We just have the name. You just have it. The prestige from the name. That's right. That's all that it, that it takes exactly for the right. halls. Yeah. So we'll have study hall, bone of education, coming up at 4 o'clock. What are we learning about? What do you think we're going to learn more about on a day like today? You're gonna, NCAA tournament. Is that what we're doing? The NCAA tournament. There is so much that you probably don't know about how it came to be. Some of the fun facts along the way, you know, where this thing has been played more often than not. Right. You know, when seeding came along, how many times this field has expanded throughout the years. So we'll hit you with a bunch of facts about that. All right. I like that. And then later on, we will do it 534. It's a Thursday. So it's Would You Rather. Get your best Would You Rathers in now. You can tweet the program at Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. And uh, the winner of that will get a prize of some kind. I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, so let's get into uh, some of the March Madness stuff. You got? I'll just set up the matchups that exist tonight, and then we'll get into a little bit of that and just what we're looking forward to, all that other stuff. They, the first matchup you can watch tonight, Arkansas taking on Gonzaga, 7 p.m. on CBS. That is a four-seed Arkansas versus a one-seed Gonzaga. Number 11, Michigan taking on number two-seed Villanova, 730. That's on TBS. Texas Tech, a three-seed taking on two-seed Duke. CBS at 940 and Houston and Arizona 
five seed versus one seed, 10 p.m. TBS. Those last two times approximate based on whatever happens mm-hmm. prior, yeah. but you get the idea. So which one of those matchups are you most looking forward to, Tim? Which was the one that's kind of, I know you're Mr. College Basketball. This is your favorite time of year. Which one of these are you most keyed in on? The one I'm most keyed in on is Duke versus Texas Tech. Uh, if I'm going to rank it in order, I'd start with that one. Second would be this Houston-Arizona matchup. A lot of people are picking the Cougars. I'm going to have Arizona advancing. I'm not going to switch my national championship pick with what uh, Matherin did in the second round to you know propel those guys past TCU, who gave maybe one of the more spirited performances in the tournament so far. I, I like the Wildcats. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. I expect that to be maybe the best game of the night and save the best for last. Of course, you got the 14 loss Michigan team doing what they've done. Certainly hope that Villanova can move past them. I don't know who the heck around here is cheering for conference when that team is that team up north. And, you know, the, the first one, Gonzaga and Arkansas, the way that the Zags were pushed by Memphis, that's going to be a, that's going to be a really good game as well. So I'm excited for it. The, the big matchups are happening now. We don't have too many mid-majors left. Tomorrow you'll get uh, St. Peter's, who we talked wow. about taking on Purdue, but it's mostly big brands, really high powered teams. So the first and second rounds are great. I enjoy that the most, but now, the games intensify. It's better basketball. It's powerhouse teams. It's big players, big coaches. Could be Coach K's last night ever tonight. We don't know. I'm praying that it is. I am rooting so hardcore for Texas Tech just because I want him to go out. I don't want to have any Final Four, Coach K. I don't I don't need that. We already got the big sappy moment from all of ESPN. They were all over that with the North Carolina game. Fine. Now this, and then he's done. Let's go. I appreciate what he's contributed to the game of basketball. I don't I don't I don't know why I recoil so much at this, but I just can't stand the nine hour victory tour that this guy goes on every time something happens, right? Like he's fully deserving of all of it. I'm not saying that. But it's the fact that he I guess what bothers others me have done this throughout the years. Of course several they have. others but have done it. But here's here's what yeah. bothers me is guys and it's not just him, but he's the one who's doing it now. Where he does this thing, he said it before the Duke North Carolina game, where they had you know eight different ways to watch that game, and I think every personality on ESPN was at Cameron Indoor, even though ESPN didn't get it to the coverage on time. No, of course not. (laughs) They They couldn't get to watch that. Well, Well, they did, which was stupid. No, it was hilarious. Actually, it was great because all. But here's the thing: this guy orchestrated his own farewell tour. By announcing it a year early, saying next year's my last year, get all your gifts ready, I will be gracing your town with my presence, I expect a full parade, and then when all those parades would happen, he'd go, oh shucks and gee golly, how did all this occur? I'm just a little old basketball coach, it's about the game, you know, it's about all of us, not all of me, well then don't announce it, dude, get done with what you're doing, and then say, oh by the way, I'm retired. That's it. I don't want a farewell tour. You wanted this farewell tour. You've got it. Embrace that. Don't run it. Don't pretend. Oh, I'm shocked that they're doing. They had a logo made for you. Everyone was wearing your logo, not Duke's logo, your logo in the final Duke game of the season of your career. That's on you. Don't go there and say, I don't know where this is all coming from. It's coming from you. That's where. Pretty cool quarter zip, though. You know when you that's know a, it's when you know it's Coach K's last fine. game. They got the Duke logo supplanted for a, but a can K you, logo. Can we admit that's just? Oh I, yeah, come on. Here, here's the thing that bothered me. Munch. Here's the thing that bothered me the most about that. And you mentioned the victory tour, and then that sort of creates a certain expectation for the other ACC schools that you visit. Well, 
apparently North Carolina didn't do enough for some of the Duke guys. Oh, Coach K goodness. played this fine. Oh, Lord. You know, you ca- he can't make a stink about anything because, like you just, well, he shouldn't. Like you just alluded to, he's sort of do- doing the, oh, you know, it's just little old me. I'm just a basketball coach. Right. But what Chris Carowell and Nolan Smith did to Hubert Davis in the handshake line, I know we're all thinking about Juwan Howard and the discussion about the handshake line and all that, but... They apparently snubbed Hubert after they got their butts beat in their own gym because they didn't feel that North Carolina did enough for Coach K in the trip to the Dean Dome. What a bunch of babies. What a bunch of babies. What a disgrace for Carowell and Nolan Smith. Carowell straight up didn't extend his hand and looked the other way, and Nolan Smith kind of turned his eyes and kind of put a flimsy hand out there and just flabbed it in front of Hubert Davis. And All Hubert right. kind of stops and looks back like, what the hell? Yeah, guys? if I'm like, Hubert Davis, I look back and Beach say, fair and I won this game, and you can't even congratulate me? All right, fine. Pathetic. I'll remember that. Yeah. Well, well, I'll be around next year, so I'll remember that. Oh, Coach yeah. K's gone, but we're all going to be doing this, so yep. I'll I'll see you then. We'll remember it then. So, you know, I'm, I'd be fine because I actually like the story of the head coach for Texas Tech. I don't know if you've looked into him, but the guy's name is Mark Adams. He has a nice helmet-looking hairstyle, but you can tell that the players love this dude. He really didn't get into high major Division One basketball until he started following Chris Beard. Chris Beard is a hot up-and-coming coach, of as course, we know. Yeah. Took him to the title game and is doing a quick turnaround at Texas in one season. So he took that job. But this guy's 61 years old. First time he's ever coached high major Division One basketball, and he takes him to the Sweet 16. Nice. And I, I think it's a very cool story. You're going to hear about him tonight, so wouldn't mind seeing him uh, become the guy to show Coach K the door and that there are other coaches all across the country, you know, NAIA, Division Two, II, Division Three, coaches that matter, coaches that have an impact on players' lives that never get talked about because it all just funnels to the guys that win close to a thousand games in Division One. Oh, and can you imagine? By the way, just uh, the, the thought crosses my mind because I think I know where a lot of the college basketball writers want this to go. But just because I can't stand a lot of college basketball writers, it would be really interesting. I'm not rooting for this because you know me. I'm never rooting for that team up north. Would be really interesting if the stories that have to get written are not the Coach K is in another Elite Eight because Coach K is elite. Like that, <laughs> that story gets well, pushed off. Yeah. And now you got to figure out how to reconcile Juwan Howard possibly in an Elite Eight again, possibly get after all this this season. Just from a, I'd love to see these guys have to figure out now how they're going to write their stories. I would almost enjoy that, but I don't really want to see hey, it team is, up north. I don't want to see them is. beat the team that knocked us out. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm rooting for Villanova to get this done and end all that story too. I want Villanova tonight. I want Texas Tech tonight. You know, what? give me Arkansas tonight too. I'm kind of done with Holmgren and Timmy. Nice stories, fine. I don't think any of them are going to be any good in the NBA, but whatever. Holmgren's going to go like top three. I don't see why, other than he's tall. And then uh, Zona. Arizona's the only team I think of the favorites I'm rooting for. So there you go. Actually, I said Villanova. So those are my favorites yeah, I'm rooting please for. Please punt. Please punt Michigan out of there. 14 losses. Yeah. Like, I don't need on, that. Get them out. I don't, let's get out of there. That's that's not even a nice story. I won't even say it's a nice story. It's a bad I just, story. I could just, I know the smarmy writers are all just waiting to not have to write that story about Michigan. That's the only reason why that's interesting to me. Uh, We'll take a break. Come back. How did things go yesterday at Ohio State's Pro Day? Well, I'll tell you next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Drivers should look out for a crash on 70 eastbound just after US 40. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1 800 Safe Auto or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll have Bone of Education, the Study Hall edition with Tim Hall coming up top of the 4 o'clock hour. And get your Would You Rathers in as well. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Tweet us at manandbone971 on Twitter. I had one of those mornings, Timmy, where it is, if if I could put dollars on like what they would say on family feud is one of the worst sounds to hear in the morning at like three or four o'clock in the morning i love me some Obviously, family feud by the way yeah it's, oh, great. it's great with steve yeah. i would assume on the board you'd have like a baby crying i think that would be up in the top five rooster crowing uh, well yeah. maybe like uh like uh sirens or something yeah. maybe in your Just neighborhood watch my cousin Vinny again and you'll get the top sounds <laughs> that you don't want to wake up to but one of them has to be and i would be shocked if it's not in the top five or if it's not even number one i would kind of be shocked is the little just out of nowhere, beep, and you're like, "What was that? A beep? Smoke alarm? The smoke alarm beep is you don't the think worst. About that. It's one of the worst. No, until you have it, right? It's, and and so, it's just it's like every seventy two seconds, just the way it's spaced apart. It's not so rapid, and it's not so far spaced apart. It's excruciating. It's loud, right? Number one, and then you have to figure out from whence did it come. And you got to go stumbling around in the dark and figure yeah. out where it is. And then you got to go and get some kind of contraption to get up, I guess, tall enough to get to, if, if you're short like me, maybe if you're tall, you don't have to do this. But me, I have to go get a step stool and I got to like get up on that. And then I got to find the battery and then I got to fumble around with it. Meanwhile, now everyone's awake. The dog is like, you know, making noise because he hears it and it hurts his ears. So we're all up today, like 530. Yeah. Just not enjoying life. No, I don't. I don't think it's just you as far as the height. To uh, I mean, unless you have common man, must be nice ceilings that are twenty feet high. <laughs> A regular middle class ceiling is standard eight feet. That's yeah. still hard to reach. I'm a six footer. And I don't, I don't have you just a standing eight foot All reach. Right, well, that's good. So you, you yeah, you got to go to the garage. You got to get like the certain type of step ladder. We have. We have the like Rubbermaid step stool that folds. Yeah, you get like two or three steps on it, right? No, it's just one. Oh, one. It, just, okay. it props you up about a foot, a oh, good okay. one foot. Let's see, that's what you need. I, I need I two actually, steps. Yeah, I actually have to use that little step 
stool to do my chalkboard bracket to get to the top corners because <laughs> I can't just that's reach in your all the in way your house. There. You have a bracket, yeah. a permanent bracket up in your house all it's year round, right? Bra- yeah, all year. It stayed up in the past. It hasn't stayed all year, but since. Last year was the first one back from the pandemic where we didn't have the tournament. I couldn't bring myself to erase the bracket. So it stayed up all year Wow! until I purged it and started fresh on Selection Sunday. That's nice of Sarah to let you have your, your bracket just up in the house, no matter what. Like, people come over, it's Thanksgiving, it's like, what's that? Oh, that's from March. We're leaving it up. That's what happens in this house. We're letting it go. Anyone that's ever commented on it, it's been 100% positive feedback. They oh, say, yeah. They say the chalkboard in is your a house look in the den. In yeah. the house, it's positive feedback. In the car, it's like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Erase that. Jeez, oh, Pete, it's football season. What a loser. That's what they're saying when they leave Timmy. But then the moment, why you're right, you, they why love do you it. Hate, why do you hate me, Bone? <laughs> why do you hate basketball? I'm not. I'm not hating anything. I am telling you the truth as a friend. The, the liars that come into your house and are like, oh, no, I really like it. Okay, it's off know, of the car. What are you, I'm just telling you that's what they're saying when they get in the car. What do you want me to do with that chalkboard? Play little word games up there? Dink yes, around on it? I want you Be to stupid do, with it? Actually, every day you should do your wordle on the chalkboard. <laughs> I want it up there for all to see. So whenever anybody comes over, they go, oh, Timmy got four out of six today. By the way, a little while. This is not a must be nice either. But are there people out there that miss the wordle? Because I've yet to miss the wordle. Oh, wow. Yeah, must be nice. (laughs) Must be (laughs) nice. I'm just just saying. How often are you doing the wordle? Every other day or so. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, have you done it for... I'm you 11 for 11. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember my first world. I'm with you. There's a, there's, <laughs> there will come a day. There will, And you know what they, sucks? They be, it's five letters. And they this, tell you what's not in it and if it's right or... Come on. Here's what sucks. Because you're right. And you are... And, and there will be a day, though. I promise you. Maybe tomorrow now that you've put it out there. Sounds like I'm talking to a 52% guy on Wordle. <laughs> I'm a solid 97%. I will have you know. But damn it, if not one of those days, it was like, I'm trying to think of what I, this was a while ago. I don't want to give any words away. Can I'm we just say yesterday's to, word? It would have transitioned already, Yeah, it's right? already done. Yeah. You, you say it? I didn't see yesterday's word. What purge. Oh, purge. Okay. Purge yeah, is the word. That's actually third try. See, that's one that I could see having a problem with because if you don't, by the time you get to like, let's say surge, right? Might've been one you did. Mm. The ones where you get the rest of the word and there's just one letter, but there's nine different options and you only have two spots. That's when I've had the problem. That's when I've, and I've just guessed, and I guessed wrong. We did one in here, right? Remember where I said you, we, this you went down to the last one and we got it. Yeah, we you did get the it. last yeah. bar that yeah. day. I, I do right. remember that. And what what a fantastic game. God, it's Guy just. Made, well, you know. You know what did he sell it for? Millions. Millions, millions of dollars to just the New York a, Times. Just well, you a know game what his name was? uses letters. That's all it is. You know what his name was? Wordle? Sean Wardle, Wardle is his name. Wardle's and he was just Wardle. like, Wardle sounds like Wardle and just came up with this game. And. Turned it into millions and millions of dollars. It's just a glorified Scrabble. It's basically. wonderful. Have you ever good done the him. Wordscapes thing as well? No, like I haven't done that on the one. Phone? I haven't done that. I'll need to check that's that out. That's a good one. It doesn't make you wait a day. You can just go on and on and on with it. Yeah. that's. I got I to gotta check it out. So anyway, uh, smoke detectors suck. Not They don't, but the, the beeping sucks, oh, and that's annoying. It, you're right. You're and right. It, never, it never happens at like, 
you know, 7.30 at night where you're fully awake, you know where everything is, and you're just like, oh, it's beeping, I'm right under it, let me just change that. No, it's always when you're just asleep. That, that feeling when you're on the couch and the night is done and then the dog needs to go out again. Yeah. Like when you've actually pulled the blanket over you and clicked something on on HBO or Netflix and then the dog's got to go out again. It's just, you don't, you don't want to get up, it's happening at the worst exact time. Yeah. Um, so yesterday the pro day happened at, uh, the Woody Hayes facility for the Ohio state players, hoping to get into the 2022 NFL draft or at least get selected. Uh, I saw a couple numbers. Master Teague was really impressive. Ran a four, four and a four, four, four 40 and a four, four, nine 40. So those are some good numbers for a guy as big as him. Two twenty one on the weight, five eleven and a quarter on the height. So physical specimen there were pictures floating around on twitter everybody just marveling at how shredded he is common man's just look at him yeah Yeah. exactly stacy dales was doing the look at him everybody was it's nothing wrong with that now i saw these numbers i have this question for you because uh master teague 36 inch vertical which is just impressive right three feet standing jump right up your legs are straight and you're hopping over a yardstick those are nba numbers yeah, some NBA are big. guys yeah. are not doing are not right. thirty six inches. Well, what's more impressive though? Because he's at two hundred twenty one pounds, thirty six inch vertical for Master Teague. Or now, this is of no use to him in his chosen profession, right? But Nicholas Petit Ferrer, he weighs in at three hundred and sixteen pounds. Stone Cold Steve Austin says, "Good weight." That's right. And mm. then he had a thirty <laughs> and a half, thirty and a half inch vertical on another extra hundred pounds. For Master Teague, only six inches less vertical. Man. I say that's more impressive. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's a big fella getting up there. What would he do to a rim? Oh, yeah, I would think he's, well, because he's, what, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, somewhere. He's 6'5 and a quarter. That's what it says here. So, gigantic. Yeah, you would think he would just, that would be like Shaquille O'Neal being able to dunk that, on a rim and do that. You're right. You don't really need that vertical. What are you going to do? Just jump up and down and block passing lanes for your quarterback? Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's I mean, totally it's totally impressive, <laughs> though. The block strength. field goals, maybe. The leg strength is impressive. I just find yeah, it. Yeah, it is. I wish I, yeah. A 30-inch vertical being that weight is pretty amazing. It's like a punter. Being able to do like 30 reps on the 225, like good for you. It has no bearing on whether or not you can punt, I guess, but yeah, but that's a cool stat. But if you're a punter that can do that, you can punt and then gun. Yes. Wasn't there a BYU kicker that used to just take guys' heads off? He did. I think you're right. Yes, I think you're right. I don't remember his highlights from him just running down the field, attacking the ball carrier. Yeah. Uh, For people who are wondering, what were the 40 times for Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson? Well, none of those guys did that. They didn't run because they already have done it, so they didn't need to run it there. Four, four, four for Master Teague. That's good. That turns some heads for sure. I can't wait till someone runs that on April 4th, 2044. (laughs) We're going to have those number there of will day be, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, it's Someone April 4th, will. 44. It's 4444. Four, four, four. Yeah, that's right. 4444 four, four speed yep. on 4444. Oof, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my brain, honestly. I need to go do a wordle to help my, help my brain rest. I can help you. Thank you. you I probably need it. it. I probably need it. One of the dumbest rules affecting sports is finally being changed. I'll give you details on that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash southbound 71 after Hudson Street, and you have slow traffic southbound 71 between 670 and East Broad. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. 
If your workplace culture could use a new perspective, join Express Talks with Jessica Kriegel to create an international works workplace culture. This free virtual event is March 30th, hosted by Express Employment Professionals. Register at expresspros.com slash express talks. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday to you. Would you rather Thursday? You can tweet the program at Man and Bone 971 with your Would You Rather. The best one wins a fabulous prize. Timmy Hall joining us today. He'll have Bone of Education Study Hall mm-hmm. Edition coming up with Timmy at 402. What are we learning about today? Oh, uh, well, Peter, man, we're going to we're gonna learn about <laughs> the NCAA tournament. You like that? Four you like that I intro? Not, I had not heard that That's one yet. That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Channel 7. <laughs> Channel 7. Office space. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) Office space. (laughs) And I said this earlier. We were talking about Dietrich Bader, Dietrich Bader, whatever his name is. Yeah, a few days ago, we were talking about how Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite movies. Office space is up there, too. Just in all of all time quotes. Like, why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. Right. That's right, Michael Bolton. Good on you. Felt bad for that dude. It's just a fantastic movie. Oh, right. All throughout. The The Bob's coming in to consult, and then they fall for Peter. Where Peter's just not given any bleeps anymore, and then that's when they see him as management potential. Of course, Lumberg, Lumberg. I mean Lumberg. I mean yeah. Lumberg. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. and Jennifer Aniston out of nowhere. Right, she's just a little cameo. Every it's like I'm a nothing role for Jennifer Aniston. Because I mean, you got Johnny Cochran. Remember, some, Johnny Cochran's got the cameo in it. The yes, yeah, giving wait, the guy advice that's, on. <laughs> <laughs> white collar prison is no picnic <laughs> my advice to you <laughs> i well here's the thing i remember for sure like so so jennifer aniston she's in this movie other stars that are like huge stars in this movie there's the uh is it mcginley is that the guy's last name the dude who's on scrubs john c mcginley john c mcginley yeah, he's yeah. one of the bobs. okay right yeah he, he's probably yeah. like star number two mm-hmm. on the whole thing and i think the other bob is Vern lundquist <laughs> pretty sure yeah, that does. is Vern. That actor look does look him. a lot look like him. him. He really. Yeah. I hope is that guy alive. We need to find out because if there's going to be a Vern biopic anytime soon, <laughs> we need to get that guy signed <laughs> up. Sec- get it in production now. Let's start running on Bob. it. I just. I love the way that second Bob just like stops dead in his tracks. Yes. When talking about the <laughs> stare at your desk. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah. I just space out. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, space <laughs> out. Explain that. Ten, it is. Yeah. Stare at your desk? What? I, the, yeah. the jump to conclusions, Matt, though, may be the best invention. Oh, yeah. Steve, Stephen Root, of course. No, Stephen Root. But, uh, right. You talk but about Stephen guys, Root you know. and John C. McGinley, two ultimate, oh, that guy. Yeah. Because they're Good in a lot of things. Guys. Right. And then you have Jennifer Aniston at the height of her powers right. in this movie yeah. somehow. And Ro- Ron Livingston did not become as big of a star as I thought oh, he, he would. he should have been. Should have been. Very just deadpan funny guy. Yeah. He was in, he was in the Tom Hanks Spielberg World War II thing that I love. Band of Brothers. Band of oh, Brothers. Oh, that's right. He was yeah. good in Band of Brothers. He was very that's good right. in that, yes. That's right, Ted. Yes, good yeah. Call. He was... He was Dick Winter's best friend in yeah. Band of Brothers. Ted's a big. You're like a. You like Band of Brothers, right? That's oh, that's yeah. up your yeah. alley. Yes, yeah. I yeah, own that on uh, Blu-ray back yeah. at the time when Absolutely. it first came. Out. I, oh yeah, so, I, I watched. I watched it. that. I still wa- remember this. I watched that with my mom because I was still living in the house, and that's when Curb actually started too. Oh really? Back in the so early two thousands, you were watching all that like, with mom. Me was, and Ma, like mom, we took cool in. With- was she cool with all the like you know swearing yeah, and I mean, I was blood seven, and guts and all that? I was okay. Seventeen at the time, so all right. in high school. So okay. it's, it's cool. Yeah, we watched Curb and Band of Brothers. It was like the same time. Well, I grew up in. A, you got to remember, Timmy. I grew up in a different house where, like, to right. this day, I can be at my mom's house. I have three children and a mortgage. And if a Victoria's Secret ad comes on, my mom will be like looking for the like. Let's turn this off. I'm like, <laughs> mom, I don't think that's that's not that's not it. <laughs> That's not what's leading me to the highway to hell. Well, I'm just telling you. How would you how would you like your your parents to move you to Utah after what? 17 years of life <laughs> in the same place? That's right. Hey, I guess hey, mom probably got a good idea. We're going to move to Utah. That's fair. Your parents probably Sound felt some good? guilt. They were probably just like, "What are you doing? Oh, crack? Whatever. I don't care. You got to do what you got to do to get by. It's they, fine." They they actually had a a store. It was a brick and mortar place. There were like three or four of them around Ogden, the city that I lived in. Called Clean Flicks. Oh the yeah, whole I know business that. Idea I know was all about that. Take yeah. all the bad stuff out of all the movies and TV shows, so the Mormons could watch them and yeah. feel good about it. Yeah, I they, I remember the Clean Flicks people used to. I think you could get those here. I don't know if they had a store or if you had to send away for them, but I definitely knew of that service that you could get. Yeah. I don't know. So what would you? My do? dad didn't go Order to Clean like, Flicks. You, <laughs> good for your dad. He did. Yeah, he also yeah. traveled across state borders to get booze. <laughs> he didn't want to drink that three-two beer. I get it. Right. I understand. No problems that my, there. That was my dad. I understand that totally. Yeah, you get Pulp Fiction from Clean Flicks. It's a two-minute movie. They just like Mom. Where's Dad? He's in Wyoming, honey. You get to see. <laughs> Clean Flicks has Pulp Fiction at two minutes thirty-seven seconds, and it's all John Travolta and Uma Thurman dancing. That's it. That's the only thing you can watch. You get to see Samuel L. Jackson, you know, do a thing with his hair, with his finger, and then it ends And oddly enough, the nitro scene where she takes the shot in the chest, for medical purposes, you might need to know that. They left that in. That's all you got. Bruce Willis says about a pack of red... No, no, we gotta cut (laughs) that because it's about cigarettes. No. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, we just can't show this movie. We can't show this movie. Nope, not at all. All right. Uh, so the the news coming out of New York City is apparently that the the vaccine mandate has been lifted for athletes. I'm not sure because I was trying to read through this because at the time we we've talked about this a few times. The mayor there, Eric Adams, they've been rolling back some of their COVID-19 vaccine mandates. And I thought they were saying we're not going to do this until everyone's ready to go. All the businesses are going to get the same treatment. But now apparently it's looking like at least for the athletes, that's not going to be the case. They are going to get the vaccine mandate rolled back. They will be able to participate. So what does that mean? It means any of the New York-based teams that play in the city, so that's the Nets and the Knicks and the Rangers and, of course, the Mets and Yankees, 
which I'm sure had a little bit to do with this, given opening day is just around the corner. Those teams now, all those guys will be able to be in their facilities. They'll be able to practice and play and everything else. So that does mean for the NBA, Kyrie Irving back officially fully with the Nets. They were gambling and hoping that this would be the case. And if you look at the standings right now, last night they played the Memphis Grizzlies, who didn't have their best player, John Morant, still took it to the Nets because the Grizzlies are pretty good. Uh, But that all notwithstanding, the Nets, they're in the eighth spot right now in the playoffs. They are trying to get out of... Three games above 500, something like that. Yeah, so it's 38-35. They are also three games away from the Cavs for the final play in... For the final spot to not be in in. the play-in. Cavs are 41-31. and Yeah, they would like to be out of that play-in spot. So that's not great news for the Cavs. That is another team that you would think Kyrie and Kevin Durant should be able then Ben Simmons will show up too and all of a sudden now what are you this this may end up being a really good team by the time the playoffs get here but that's huge for the Nets from a basketball standpoint regardless of how you feel about yeah. the actual vaccine mandate it's stuff. it's too bad you know if you you kind of hinted at oh baseball season's coming around it's too bad they're not as all in on their basketball teams in New York no. If that do, if that did have a tiny they're bit of saying, thing to do with it. I mean, it. they're saying it didn't. They're saying it's just no. Time, this is just the timing, time. and this yeah. is what we get. We get. We work through our processes, but you you can't ignore the fact that you were going to have except for visiting players. That's why I said it was stupid. Visiting I don't players, have a, right? I don't have a problem with could the go medical but Kyrie idea. There couldn't. Yeah, Kyrie could be. No, this is the this is the thing to me. If you were not vaccinated and you were coming to play the Nets in Brooklyn, yes, you didn't have a vaccine. You could play. Right. Kyrie could not. Because that's his home base. But Kyrie could sit courtside as a fan if he bought a ticket and did this multiple times. Unmasked. Unmasked, yeah. unvaccinated, all everything. in the. I mean, on Boy, the floor. Brilliant. He's sitting floor seats. Yeah. Just again, to highlight how weird this policy was, so he could be there, be right next to his guys. They did fine him for going into the locker room, which he was not supposed to do. They fined the team, I should say, for that. The NBA did. But the funny thing about that is the next night, then what? After the after the game's over, they all went and hopped on a plane and flew to another city where he's allowed to play. So... At least that together. part of this is yeah, yeah together this, right, all but he together couldn't be in the locker room, couldn't be playing on the floor, was going to play the next night. It's just it's weird. So I'm glad we're moving on from that at least, and hopefully that's you know whatever you think of those teams, that's fine. I'm just saying that's a that's an interesting development that now we don't have to have that little caveat about Mm-mm, all these teams yeah. anymore. So I guess that's good. Uh, some bad news and some good news for the Blue Jackets. We'll discuss that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on King Avenue at Olentangy River Road, and you have slow traffic southbound 71 between 670 and East Broad, and 70 eastbound is slow between Livingston Avenue and US 33. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Thursday's going well. Would you rather Thursday? We will be doing that. You can tweet us your would you rather. Best one wins a prize at Man and Bone 971. Timmy Hall in for Common Man today. We'll have Bone of Education, the study hall edition. Timmy's going to tell us all about the history of the NCAA tournament. Uh, we've got some good news and bad news for the Jackets. I don't know which one you want first, Timmy. I can give you the bad news first and then the good news after. Bad news is Jonas Corposalo hip, hip hip injury. He has had a hip injury. He has been dealing with this for the last few weeks, according to Yarmo Kakalainen, and is now going to require surgery. So he is done for mm. the season. Mm. That's sucks for him, man, because... Corpy's just not been right all this year. It didn't look like, as far as being the type of player that he usually is. Numbers down, yeah. Especially the last few weeks, he has looked particularly not great. And if he's been dealing with this injury all that time, that might explain part of why. Yeah. The other side of that is, kind of stinks that all through this trade deadline stuff, I wonder, would he have... I wonder if he was playing through it because he was hoping that maybe there would be a chance he could go play somewhere else, and then maybe get a shot. Maybe he would feel better. Maybe things would go better now that he didn't get traded. Now that he's, you know, just going to see out the rest of his contract here. Maybe he just figured, let's go ahead and get it fixed. So I'll be good to go next year and try to get, you know, an opportunity somewhere. Yeah. That's what you're looking at, right? Because everybody's talked about, you know, the Columbus blue jackets and their goaltender situation with those two guys at the top. And when I mean, you it, go forward, who it you, may be, who he ends pick. up back yeah. here again Could as, be. as far Could as be. just enough, like a one year deal type of thing. I don't know. I mean, maybe they bring him back just to say, let's have you in the building as insurance. And we know you're coming back from an injury, but we've got our main guy. Now you could be a very solid backup. Maybe yeah. that's what they do. I don't know. And you're not really, I mean, you haven't had to pay either of those guys. So that's no, the, that's the yet. one thing you, you're not, you know, tied into a, a very expensive goaltender and, with what you're getting out of Elvis, you certainly like that. Corpy seemed like the guy that if you're going to, you know, he was the guy for everybody. That if you're going to make a deal, if you're going to move somebody, it was going to be him. It wasn't well, going to be wish, Elvis. I anymore. wish the Jackets would have thought about Barubi? that. Is he going to be the dude that just comes up and stays? Well, here's the, the backup thing. now. He's played, what, four times and probably so. Been okay. But the good, three of them. Good news is this because uh, Elvis Merzlikens has been dealing with a little injury the last few games, and Brad Larson said, Elvis, good to go. So he's back. Yeah, he's good. So that's but you, good you for still, tomorrow. I mean, Corpy's gone, so you have to have somebody else yes, up here with the big club yeah. for the rest of the way. And I figured that's that's JF Barubi, and he's just going to settle in. Oh, he's been yeah. doing his thing with the monsters. He's a thirty-year-old though. That yeah, he's been around. I think the block. you're right. Yeah, yeah. So good news there for the Jackets is that Elvis gets back. Uh, Boquist is coming back too, so that's that's big as well. That'll be helpful. He's been out uh, for quite a while, so nice to get him back too. Ultimately, the Jackets, we know what the end of the season is. Teddy and I were talking before the show, and it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, um, it's good that you have Elvis back. That probably helps you win a few more games. At this point, mm-hmm. don't really need to do that. Yeah, there. Let's not be delusional, and let's not... Here's, here's what I want to see out of the Jackets the rest of the way. I want this team to play hard, and I want them to show a lot of fight and, and skill from the young guys especially. 
if the results end up being 3-2, 2-1, I'm okay with that. I don't want to see a lot of like 9-2s, but if you're on the on the wrong side of a 3-2 game, that's fine with me. I just want to see the team fighting and playing hard. That's really what I care about at this stage. Yeah. And that's fine. If, if it moves them up a couple slots and gets them a slightly better chance at a high draft pick, good. That's It's not you're doing it on purpose. Just pointing out that that would be the better solution to, to the goaltending situation. It's sad to bring this up, right? But we, I we kind of, we kind of understood, you know, when the tragedy happened to Matisse, that wasn't just something that affected the club and the community because of what a good young man he was and how everybody loved him and pretty much like a brother for Elvis Merzlikens and for, yeah, for right. the guys to have to continue to, to deal with that, which were, positive they're not done dealing with yeah that's that's not no something way you, no way you could you're going to be finished dealing no way with. Could but be. there was a lot of expectation that he was going to develop into a pretty good player in this league you would have him for this so you're looking at other guys i saw svoboda did a little write-up today for you know guys that look to the future jack hardcore jackets fans that are always wondering what next is out there Jet Greaves is a goaltender name that mm. is a prospect that's in the system who had his pro debut recently, and I believe he's with the Monsters now. So, okay. so yeah. young young player to check out who is is in the system right there, but you need Elvis to just show the world. Yeah, keep, right. Keep showing the NHL exactly you know who you are and what you can do for this yeah club. And, and he will, and, and I, I think we all know he's the long-term solution. That's the plan here, but yeah, it you're right about the stuff that happened, unfortunately, with uh, Kiv Lennox. That was so terrible and horrible. And it is something that, rightfully so, we didn't touch on a ton about, like, no, what does that mean on side. the ice? But it, it, but it was, it's a, it that's a real, that's yeah. a real part of that, too. Obviously, a much less part of it compared to everything else. So, yeah, yeah, tough thing that this team has been through this year. And I uh, can't imagine, you're right, what the goaltender room has been through with all this. Uh, but hopefully, as they continue to grow and move on, you know, there will be chances for healing and all those things and and it'll be good to see how you know everybody responds next year especially with corpy if he can get healthy we wish him the best in that take a break when we come back something has happened in the nfl i saw this today it's mind-blowing this little nugget of news that came out from the nfl i will share that with you next and of course it's bone of education study hall with timmy hall next man and bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center Look out for a crash on the right shoulder, 70 eastbound at US 33. It's causing a little bit of a slowdown back from Livingston Avenue. You can expect slight delays heading through there, and you have slow traffic southbound 71 between 670 and East Broad. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com.
Beavacqueef.com. When you need a company, Beavacqueef can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Thursday is going well. It's a Would You Rather Thursday. Timmy Hall in for Common Man. You can, of course, tweet us your Would You Rathers at Man and Bone 971. We'll do Bone of Education, the study hall edition with Timmy Hall in just a few moments. But I, uh, I saw this today, Timmy, and I thought coincidences are something we always get skeptical of. You know, when someone say, well, that's a... That's real convenient that this thing and that thing happen right next to each other. We're, we're very cynical as people, right? You know, we, we look at someone saying one thing and then doing another thing. We go, that's coincidence. They, and, and we think, nah, they probably planned it. There's probably some conspiracy. That's how a lot of these online conspiracies get started, right? Is, yeah. You know, someone will hear somebody say something in the news, and then later on you'll see a different report that looks like, you know, wow, oh, did that guy know that? And was he trying to say something and did this benefit him it's it gets very cynical and weird i like to find strange weird coincidences that remind me yeah sometimes life is just the world is just weird. crazy it's crazy yeah. sometimes yeah crazy coincidences do happen and we have to at least acknowledge that as a possibility but this one that you're going to go to it's also pretty easily explained it just it, it shows is. you the power of sports. It does. Right? Yeah. So NFL reporter Greg Ogman had this tweet today. He said, this is insane. We mentioned, now he covers Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers, right? So he said, we mentioned that new Bucks guard Shaq Mason, his full name is Shaquille Olajuwon Mason, named after the two former NBA stars, meaning Shaquille O'Neal and Hakeem Olajuwon. If you are a, like, Anthony Mason fan. I don't want you to get confused and think that's the two he's talking about. Mason's just his last name. Hey, don't take anything. May he I wouldn't rest take anything in peace. Away from Mace. No. One of the meanest scowls in basketball history. Oh, one of the toughest Anthony SOBs. Mason. Yeah. I don't read take that. it to the rack on him. I'm telling you, if you like if you like that era of basketball, you like that Knicks team from we back in the day. We grew up with that era of basketball. Right. The Blood in the Garden book that just came out back in January, I read through that. I could not put it down. It's it's all about, and it's a lot about Anthony Mason. Is that the that Jackie stuff. book? No, no, no. This is, I forget who wrote that book. I'll have to look it up. But She's, it's, bo- she's more Boston. Yeah, she did a basketball book in yeah. general a few years ago. It was also excellent. But anyway, Blood in the Garden, if you like the 90s Knicks. That's definitely. No, I hate the '90s. Knicks, no, but if you want to read, read about, about them, them, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's very good. Anyway, so Shaq Mason is named Shaquille Olajuwon Mason after two <laughs> former NBA stars. Uh, yeah, well, I can see where that's going. That's Shaquille O'Neal and Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> right, yes. Well, his new teammate, Bucks pass rusher Shaq Barrett, was born a year earlier in 1992 and is officially Shaquille Akeem Barrett, oh, named man. after the same two NBA players, Shaquille O'Neal and Hakeem Olajuwon. That's crazy. Crazy that you have. Think about this. You have two guys who, number one, just were named after the same NBA player. That in itself would be pretty unique, right? You're, you're at a, you're at a, I don't know, Denny's and you lean over and some guy says, I got an order for Shaq. And then both guys raise their hands and they're like, oh, hey, oh, you're Shaq too. And then they explain, yeah, my middle name's Akeem. Oh, mine's Elijah one. Same guy. Wow. That would be random, right? Then those two guys being that good that they actually got to the NFL and then ended up on the same team. Like, 
And that's a strange coincidence. I, I couldn't in this amount of time to research know where their parents are both from. But Shaq Mason was born in Columbia, Tennessee. So that's okay. not near Houston no. or Orlando or where those or guys were Louisiana, making their head. Louisiana, or Louisiana right? where Shaq was a, a guy at LSU. Yeah. Right. And Hakeem, you know, one of those rare birds like Clyde, too, who was five slam a jamma. Yeah. Houston right. to Houston. Right. Right. And Barrett is Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. So but it just, just shows you the power of just those guys. Like they yes. were dominant players. And you will like when you when you cut it off in this realm of drop the pen of sports. Yeah, you have a greater chance. Like if you're just a hardcore sports fan, you have a greater probability of naming your kid after one of your sports heroes that you've grown up watching. Those guys were big mega stars. Shaq is a cool name anyway. Right. S-H-A-Q. I mean, Shaq, how Shaq just he was a he revolutionized everything. Just those oh, four letters. He did. Yeah. Were just cool to to use. They were cool to say it worked. I think we're going to get. You know, Steph's or maybe even Curry might even be the popular name because mm, people like to do the be. the less. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? The yeah. way we're naming our kids now, we're trying to figure out how we can do middle names and last names as first names. Right. So right, you'll right. probably see Brady and oh, Manning. You'll see, a lot of, you'll you'll see, see Manning see. first names. You will see Brady's a lot of Brady's and, Brady's and Manning's. There are a lot of yeah. Brady's and Manning's already. I, I see yeah, that. Name there's quite a lot a of Payton's yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. So. I just found that interesting. The two guys in the NFL both have the same first and middle name. Well, not the same first and middle name, but the same reason right. for yeah. their first and middle name. It's incredible. It's wild. It's yes. wild. Very crazy story. So anyway, I hope that blew your mind as much as it did for me. Now let's uh, learn some more. Let's go to Bone of Education Study Hall Edition with Timmy Hall. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for Bone of Education. All right, Timmy, take it away. All right, before uh, you gave this the better name, uh, when when Beam and I did shows together and we had to fill this, we'd called it Tim Bone of Education. Now it's the study <laughs> hall. So the NCAA tournament is our topic of discussion. We're going to learn a lot about that. If you didn't know, it has roots right here in Columbus, Ohio. Did you know that? I did not know that. Harold Olson, the coach at Ohio State, he spearheaded the efforts to create the NCAA postseason national playoffs in 1939. This was through the NABC, National Association of Basketball Coaches. I believe that was founded by Fog Allen. Oh, okay. Beware of the right. fog. Oh, Kansas, yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Olsen, head coach at Ohio State from 22 to 46, won five Big Ten titles, went to three Final Fours. He's a member of the Naismith and the College Basketball Hall of Fame. So big deal. That's pretty cool. Back in 39, the tournament consisted of an eastern and western region. There were eight teams to get in in the first. Buckeyes were 14 and 6, played in Philly. They beat Wake Forest by 12. Then they beat Villanova, hmm? 53-36 in the regional final. Put them in the national title game in Evanston, Illinois, Northwestern against Oregon. That was on March 27th, almost hitting that anniversary. The Buckeyes would lose to the Webfoots. You know they were called that. Mm-hmm. 46-33. So uh, this did start off with a selection committee right from the get-go. I read that the committee for Ohio State's district, which included Ohio and some other Midwestern states, wanted the Bradley Braves, Bradley, in the yeah. Missouri Valley right, with uh, the tournament invite. But Bradley declined to play in the NIT. Can you imagine I, the, that? The NIT was obviously a much bigger deal. It was only one deal. year old. Oh, that also was oh, brand really? new. Oh, okay. So that, yeah, right, because you're right in assuming the NIT for a long, long time was a very, very big deal. And even for the first 10 or 12 years, 
basketball fans still would say, no, I think the NIT is just as good, maybe better than winning this little NCAA tournament that you guys have created. But so the Buckeyes accepted, even though their guard at the time, Jimmy Hall, had slammed the tournament, saying players were not interested in playing in it, which is interesting because his head coach helped start the tournament. So Hall said Man. that. I, seems uh, like seems like we need we could even get into. I love these stories yeah. from history because I don't think we fully realize just how much goes into it with some of the players and coaches. Imagine if you had Twitter in that era where like coach says one, the coach spearheads an effort for one thing. Players like, yeah, I'm not really into it. Right. What the the 24 seven media cycle we live in now would have a field day with. That. Well, and it only took one year for the NABC to say, you know what? Don't want to do this. So they got the NCAA involved right away. They had one tournament. And they took losses, a whopping $2,531, right? Doesn't seem like that's much of a well, kind Crazy, of a wash, right? right? Yeah. They didn't have any reserve funds. They struck a deal uh, struck a deal with the NCAA to take over organizing duties. And they, under, they, they had underwriting for their losses. So I read if the agreement didn't happen, the NABC was not going to put the tournament on in 1940. Also crazy to note... That in the early days, teams would take part in the NIT and the NCAA tournaments in the same postseason. Kentucky was found to have thrown its first round NIT game in 1949. Gamblers paid them to only to win it all in the NCAA tournament that year. So wait, so Kentucky got invited to both, went to both, but said, well, we know we really want to win the NCAA tournament. We don't care about the NIT. We'll throw the game there make some cash make some cash and then go out and win and the title as hard as we can in the tourney and they won that <laughs> yeah with in the Seattle. gambling money hanging out of their pockets and i don't know what eventually happened if they remember the sanction for that corruption in sports only happened yeah when only people now. started asking if we could have name image and likeness for players and athletes that's just remember that's the only time it ever happened was just now let me let me give you a couple other stats so the uh, venues that have had the most Final Fours. Uh, I love this place. I've seen hoops there because for a while they had an early season holiday tournament. Municipal Auditorium in KC Mo hosted nine finals from 1940 to 1964. In the mid-90s, we know we saw the shift of going to football domes, which is dumb for me, but the Superdome oh, I hate that. is hosting its sixth this year. And uh, the lowest seeds ever advanced to a Final Four still stuck on 11s. We just had UCLA was an 11 you had Loyola, VCU, George Mason, and LSU in 86. Uh, Christian Leitner, by the way, he his run was Final Four, National Title Game, National Champ, National Champ. That was his run. Pretty good. So he played in 23 of a possible 24 NCAA tournament games, 121 of them. That's the most. And the phenomenon of, of the brackets you asked me about and the bracket pool Smithsonian Magazine deems that the first bracket pool started in a Staten Island bar in 1977. 88 people filled out a bracket, paid 10 bucks for winner take all. Really? That long ago? And the same bar in 06 had 150,000 entries for a grand prize of $1.5 The bar's pool then went into hiatus because the federal government started taking notice <laughs> and sniffing around. Would. I was just going to say, how could they do a tournament where there's a $1.5 million purse? It's I would all think cash. Right, right. Yeah, I guess it cash had to be. only. We're just Ooh. throwing it into a... An old safe. I gotta tell you, I don't think I'd want to have $1.5 million in cash as the owner of a bar just like sitting on the premises anywhere. I don't care where your bar is. That would not yeah. 
That would not make me sleep easy. At name night, a but. name an old safe brand like who? Uh, oh, I don't know. Acme, Diebolt, or Acme something was a safe brand. Acme Safe, sure, yeah, whatever. Who, who supplied no the banks with their safes back yeah, in the nineteen right. twenties? Look at you with the, Put it in the one of those, the Diebold or Diebold. I don't know. Yeah, Diebold, Diebold, whatever. Well, good stuff, Timmy. I appreciated that. That was a lot of fun. I also appreciated I didn't have to do it. So thank you for that. It was oh, very I, nice. I liked it. <laughs> Good. Uh, big question to answer this offseason for Chris Holman and the men's basketball team. We'll talk through some of those questions next with Timmy. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash blocking the right lane, 70 eastbound at US 33. It's causing a little bit of a slowdown from Livingston Avenue. You also have slow traffic southbound 71 between 670 and East Broad, and you have a crash on Red Bank Road south of Center Village Road. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Man is needing his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hope your Thursday's going well. It's a Would You Rather Thursday here. You can tweet us your Would You Rather at Man and Bone 971. By the way, don't forget, Timmy Hall sits next to me. And if you're a College Hoops fan all month long, we keep you company while your bracket continues to explode. Check out the fan Monday night at 8 for Monday Madness with Timmy Hall. Also, Joey Lane and our friends from 10 TV. They'll break all, all the weekend action down for you. You can also follow our college basketball podcast, Mad About Hoops, on Twitter and wherever you get your audio for new episodes and complete tournament coverage. Timmy hosts that. You excited about tonight? Sweet 16? Lots oh. of good games tonight? Oh, it's it's so exciting. Don't have the uh, you know, don't have the nerves anymore of the Buckeyes being in it, even though I wish that I did. That's so so close once again, but you've pretty much got big on big the rest of the way. Instead yeah. of St. Peter's still, you know, here being a 15 seed. Had a 15 seed here last year with Oral Roberts. Now St. Peter's is that guy. And Purdue better win, right? Like you better, well, if you're better, Matt man, Painter, you need to win that game. I, and that's tomorrow, and obviously we'll get into that a little bit more. But Sheen Holloway, I, I love that dude. Such a good story as far as like, I mean, I don't know how many people listening now remember that run. I remembered his name, and I remembered that, you know, played for Seton Hall and had some some big moments for them. But I went back and watched the uh, tournament game, I think, where they beat Oregon uh, to get, that was their opening round game, or maybe that was, the, the one they had to win to get to the Sweet 16, but just a guy who attacked the rim, little dude from Queens, playing for Seton Hall right there in New Jersey, and 
just played with reckless abandon. I always love guards who love to get in the lane and take the foul, make the shot, get up and bark at people after they do it. That was him. He was great. And now he brings that attitude. Yeah. To this to this team at you know with uh St. He, Peter's and, and they're just they're great. He had a, a comment at the end of their first round win when they did the unthinkable and beat Kentucky. Yes. yes. And I don't know if it was Dana Jacobson or who was the reporter there. In his response to like the size of the moment, the magnitude of the moment, he was like, Oh no, like he smiled. He's like, I wasn't nervous. She was like, you weren't? He was like, it's just basketball. Yes. He said, I, it was like, just, oh, it's just ball or it's just way, playing ball or something like that. The way he said yeah. it with a smile, though, he wasn't brushing it off or anything no. like that. It was just sort of a cool way to answer the question if you saw his face. And I think it was the second game against Murray State where it was the first media time out or whatever, or they were up. It was like the second or third media time out. They're up by two possessions. She was like, what'd you, what'd you tell them in the huddle? He's like, we're playing like crap. Yeah, like really, coach? You're you're winning. Like, yeah, playing like crap though. weren't hustling to fifty fifty balls right there. We weren't good on the glass. We got to get better here if we're going to beat this team. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you just got the job. He's a real guy, man. Seton Hall's got you now. Well, and and that's it. He's the last the last time that a Division one team from New Jersey went to the Sweet Sixteen. It was his Seton Hall team. So. Yeah, all the connections crazy? in history are there. Right, and now he leads this team Man. from New Jersey to a Sweet 16, which is is pretty amazing. But now I, I love that because when he said that about it, it's just playing basketball and had the smile on his face, I think sometimes because we spend so much of our sports energy on the, the arguments like, is Tom Brady the greatest? Or if not, who is? Is Michael Jordan the greatest or is it LeBron or is it Kobe or why didn't we bring up Wilt? And we spend so much time with like how great those guys are that we lose focus of the fact that, yes, Michael Jordan is head and shoulders. LeBron James head and shoulders above every most every other NBA player that's ever played. Most of them. But the the chasm between like the worst NBA guy and Michael Jordan is not nearly as deep or wide as the one between you and me and the worst NBA guy. You know what I mean? Like guys, guys that play the game don't look at it like, wow, you knocked off Kentucky. That's shocking. He looks at it as like, it's not that shocking. It's basketball. I play basketball. I know how this works. Like sometimes you just beat a team. that's better than you. It happens. We played well, right? Like I'm saying game today. We lose focus of the fact that even at a, a very tiny little school like that, if you're good enough to get to the NCAA tournament, your team's pretty good. You've got, you found the right chemistry. You found some guys who do enough well that you can get there. Yeah. It is not as, I'm not saying it's not a huge upset. I'm saying it's not like a high school team going and doing that. Sometimes I think we spend so much time debating the greatness and then everybody else. We forget the guys at the bottom rung of pro sports or college sports still really good. And they don't look at themselves as like, well, I shouldn't even be here. No, they look no. at themselves as I'm ready to go. I want to go beat Kentucky. I, I think I could beat Kentucky. Dude, I know. I mean, I watch enough of this stuff to know with, with, with this game. Don't tell any of that to Chris Holtman, you know, because right. he, yeah. he knows it. And of he's course. been feeling it more often than not with, you know, with the teams that take him out in the second round of these yeah, tournaments. I know. Past few years. I know. He's seen it firsthand, unfortunately. So. This I, I wanted to ask you, what do you think is the biggest question for Ohio State basketball this offseason? Because here are the ones that I see in my head. We don't know exactly who's coming back for sure. We know EJ's probably gone. We think Malachi might be gone too. Let's assume that's the case. Is the question of how do you fill out this roster, is that weighing on you more? 
or is it let's get the assistant coaches sorted out let's get that brought up to where it needs to be because now you got two absences right because now tony skin is leaving too he's heading to maryland joining up with kevin willard again so seton hall yeah, yeah right so is that so i mean i assume it's getting the guys in obviously but once you get the talent here it's got to be developed and you've got to have the offense that can do it so what what's the number one pressing need for you right now still number one is going to be constructing the roster you know that's that's the most important thing you need to make sure that all of your recruits are good you know and i'm i'm sure discussions are had especially with everybody knowing that Ryan Peden was not going to be long to stay here like he has been going through the cycle for the last couple of years people in college basketball knew that that guy was going to become a head coach and so he goes to Illinois State, so you lose him. Maybe losing Tony Skin is a bit of a shocker, but he's only been here for one year, right? Yeah, that was a right. that was a fresh hire by Chris Holtman. And, you know, he's he hears a whole lot from people that want to come here to be an assistant coach at Ohio State. Guys that are already full blown assistant coaches and they want to step it up from wherever they're at to be a part of the Big Ten, be a part of a program that's going to the NCAA tournament a lot. So I think that's gonna happen. And we know that one of these guys needs to be a very defensive, tough-minded assistant coach to help whip it back into shape on that end because if they don't improve their defensive numbers, we're likely going to revisit some of these same problems. But it's building that roster, and it's the biggest challenge for any coach in the game right now. It's year-to-year trying to manage one-and-dones, trying to manage you know, just not even one-and-dones, but guys that are going to leave before their eligibility is up to go test the waters and then stay professional. There's other options even now. If you're an international player, you might just want to go overseas. We had Amadeo Del Valle do that, you know, and as Thad was winding things down. But there's just so much. Guys want to transfer out for whatever reason. And we've seen that happen to Holtman here where they take a Luther Muhammad like that. What what, what more could you have, have done for that guy? Right. He was a starter playing big minutes, got to score some points, and that still wasn't enough. So constructing the roster and they have a big roster to construct this offseason yeah it's it's going to be difficult i know they have some guys coming in next year in the recruiting side of things that should help a little bit but you are you are still i don't think you can rely on all your freshmen to just come in and necessarily be like malachi branham where they just instantly plug in and become this really great scorer or provide all the depth you need you are going to need a solid three or four hits in the transfer portal, and that's going to be tough duty. That's a that's a hard thing to do. So, yeah, it's it, next year's got a lot of question marks for me, but I think I think Holman's up to the task of getting the guys here. I have more concerns about getting the talent developed once they get here, but find out. That's why he's paid three million dollars. He's got to figure that out, and it's a it's a big off season, and we'll be talking about it as we go forward. Uh, some bad news for the Browns. Good news for, you know, justice and victims of sexual harassment, though. We'll discuss that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for slow traffic heading southbound on 315 between Kinnear Road and 3rd Avenue. And you have a little bit of a slowdown on US 33 eastbound between Refugee Road and Hamilton Road. This report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is family-owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians. Rumpke offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at rumpkecareers.com. E-E-O-E. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather coming up later today, 534, your chance to win fabulous prizes. You can tweet us your would you rather at man and bone 971 Timmy Hall filling in for common man today man and bone brought to you by Hinderer Motorsports right here on the fan uh so some bad news for the Browns they had uh I, they say I guess that this was all not a surprise they're aware of all this but seemed pretty interesting to me a second grand jury moles whether or not to charge Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson yeah Second grand jury in Texas considering the evidence related to another accusation of sexual misconduct. This is from uh, the New York Times, ESPN. The grand jury is in Brazoria County, south of Houston. Browns declined comment, but a team spokesperson told ESPN the team was aware of the potential of a second grand jury, was made aware that it was hearing evidence, and still decided to give him $230 million guaranteed for whatever that's worth. Anyway, uh, so... I won't go into the details of what happened here. You can go read it for yourself, but safe to say, I can't even tell you what he's being accused of in this because it's on the radio and I'm not allowed to say the thing that he did or is accused of doing that it's too the graphic. grand jury is considering. Yeah. It's too graphic. It's too graphic. So, it's too grotesque. We know that his we know that his lawyers have even come out and said that some sexual activity has happened. Oh, so they're not even denying. Folks, this that is I think this is the most under discussed part of this they're case. Just, they're just gonna they're just going to bank on that and stay steadfast that he never coerced. That's right. that's really all they're going to draw the line yeah. on. That's where they have to draw their lie, their line as a defense team. Timmy, it's a great point by you because that is exactly the thing that I think most people have missed in this case. He's not saying I wasn't there. I didn't expose myself to these women. I didn't ask for any sexual favors. I didn't do any of those things. What he is saying is. Basically, they knew that's what they was going on, good. and they were all they good were with all what good. I was doing. And even that is cool for some people, or cool enough to look past and forgive and forget. Well, right. even that, like, it, is, <laughs> agreeing that that did happen hey man, is winning, where we are now. Winning is a hell of a drug. That's what that's what everybody in Cleveland, up in man. Berea, everyone has made their peace with that and said, we will. We don't care. As long as we get a Super Bowl out of this, we don't care what he's done for all those picks and all that money. And the, the uncertainty of what the NFL is going to do. Now, maybe it's yeah. not uncertain for Jimmy and D. Aslam. Maybe they get to talk to Roger Goodell and he's told them or, or someone in the league office has told them here's what's likely going to happen with him. But how could they even know, though? You what, don't, you how don't could they even know how this is completely going to play out? Right. You don't know what else he could be accused of. Well, and look at how this story was written, by the way, because all this time before, it's just been 
Deshaun Watson this, Deshaun Watson that. If anything, it was Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson this, Deshaun Watson that. Now it's Browns quarterback. Like, we're not even out of the woods on this, but you've already attached yourself to this guy in a major way. And I don't I don't know. I don't know if the Haslams feel shame or embarrassment over that. I don't think they do. I don't think they're people who probably feel a lot of that shame, or at least they don't right now. Because they believe that this is all going to wash away and you're going to be excited about them winning. And that's fine. So many fans will be, but I think what would make them embarrassed is not the fact they've guaranteed all this money and they might, you know, have to pay it to a guy who ends up being found to be a complete dirt bag. I think they care more about the fact that if the plan doesn't work out, they'll be embarrassed by everybody else in the league. Cause they are all they Jimmy and D want nothing more than the acceptance of the rest of the league. They want to stop being the laughingstock franchise. They want to start being the team that everybody believes is real. And every time they try to do something that's big league or look at us, we're finally here. We got it. It, it doesn't work. It hasn't worked out for them. And they, I believe it, that is the thing they are most embarrassed about. So they've gone all in now. They've made this wager on Deshaun Watson, not doing any of these things, not being this guy that he says he is or that, that people say he is. Yeah, it's it's a bold move. It is a bold move. The NFL said we continue to closely monitor all developments. That's all they're saying right now. So they're waiting. The Browns, when they announced the acquisition of them, was the wording here. They said, we are acutely aware and empathetic to the highly personal sentiments expressed uh, about this that, decision. That word salad they put out that basically yeah. said, we know that he did all these things or is accused of He's all accused these, of things, these things. We think. But we, we think, think we this care. is the best. We, we think, think we this care. is the best. Thing. We don't think he'll do it anymore. Yeah. That's basically it. I'm I'm just I'm flummoxed by the amount of people. Well, again, go read it for yourself. I can't tell you what it is on the radio because it's graphic. But I love the people too that are taking a hard line approach against the Browns fans who now want to cut cord. Yeah, as if to point the finger at them and say, "Well, wait, wait, you know, Dante Stallworth, Kareem Hunt, you know, go back and through the years, you you were still a fan you know, through all that, but now this is a bridge too far." Yes, that's yes, sure, absolutely yeah. is. And you know what? Yeah, Kareem Hunt, that was a bad idea. I said it at the time. I didn't like it. I still don't like it. Dante Stallworth, not great. Because we've even talked, we've even had this discussion together about you can't know. You only know who you know, right? I'm. I'm a big proponent of that. And even when I'm even when I'm sort of having these conversations with my son of like who you want to idolize. Right. I'm like, you want to idolize me, son. You know, you know me. You know I'm great. Right. There you go. So that's sure. that's uh, that's the Just one thing. Build the statue to dad. Absolutely. I get <laughs> but it. No, yes, of course. No, on a serious note. You know who you know, right? Keep it in house. Like you go use pop up, right? Idolize him. You know him, you know he's great. And if you actually do meet somebody, you know who they are, fine. But you just got to be careful with sports stars and celebrities you who you don't know. And I get it. Like, there's you put posters on your wall and you have sports celebs and icons. And that is a thing. And that's always going to be a thing. But it's just, it's dangerous, right? It's a, it's a dangerous game to play. And we can compartmentalize. We can, as sports fans, we can say, I can't. I can't tell you X, Y, and Z what all these guys are into, and I can't play that game. Like, if I'm going to eat a sandwich at a place, and that owner of that sandwich place might have done this back in the 80s, 
I'm like, yeah, okay, but I'm just eating a sandwich yeah, yeah, right, right now. Right. I'm not saying that I agree with what happened back then. There is some of that because we could, you could boycott anything. You could boycott everything if you wanted to. But sometimes there are lo- legitimate lines for people. Well, right. sometimes I, there are. There are, yeah. And and for a lot and it's of people, it's not an outrage crowd. Sometimes it's look, just where the line is and where it ends. I can't speak for anybody else. I can only speak for me. You can it have is, your own things. It is, yeah. yeah. This is just for me. I'm not judging anybody else. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling for me. It is hard for me to go home and like tell my kids, yeah, we're going to watch the Browns this week and we're rooting for the Browns. And then when they see, oh, star quarterback Deshaun Watson, do we like him, Dad? What What do you want me to say? Want me to lie to him? No, I don't like him. I don't trust. I don't think he's a good person if this is what he's doing, if this is what he's doing. But I don't know what he's doing because we haven't got to the bottom of it yet. And then if they say, well, dad, why didn't he play last year? Oh, I, I don't know. I can't. I I can't in good conscience root for that. I can tell my kids why he didn't play. I can tell them why he's now getting two or thirty million dollars. I can tell them what his stats are. I can't in good conscience root for it. That's what I'm saying. So, no, for me, I will not be rooting for them this year to do anything other than fall flat on their face. And I hope Jimmy and D. Haslam get extremely embarrassed because I know they don't care about the money. It's not about that for them. They'd pay this money to somebody. They're just paying it to this guy. I just hope they get embarrassed this year. That's what I'm rooting for. So, for me as a Browns fan, uh, I'm just in, I'm, I'm Rob Lowe this year. I'm putting the NFL hat on and saying, I'm just hoping everybody has some fun. Looking forward to some games. Going to watch some ball. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm taking a passive approach. Generic logo. I'm for the sh- Yeah. I'm for the. I'm, I'm, not really, the, I'm not even for that. But let's I'm just, support that shield. I'm just going to watch football games. <laughs> right. And if the Browns win a bunch of games, good for them. If they don't, because no the shield off my has nose. really made some good moves. On these types of things. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Throughout the last no you know, course of the, of the decade. Uh, big game tonight for U.S. soccer. I'll explain what's at stake next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for slow traffic on 70 eastbound between James Road and Bryce Road. 670 westbound is slow as well between 71 and 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is a family-owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians, Rumpke offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com. E-E-O-E. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday to you. Would you rather Thursday? Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. You can tweet us your would you rathers at manandbone971 on Twitter. I uh, I know, Timmy, you're like all geeked up, and rightfully so, for the Sweet 16 tonight. Ba, a lot da, of big ba, games. Ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> I like how sometimes we get the 
We get the, the drawn actual, out one. We get the little. Like, I've been drawing it out lately. Yes, like a like a Barry Manilow yeah. version versus like a really belting Hold it out. Hold that note. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But as much as I'm going to be watching that, I'm also going to be paying attention a little bit to this uh, game happening in Mexico City tonight. Oh, the good old soccer game. Yeah, that's that's the not old the song. Pitch. Is that what you're gonna? <laughs> I think you should do the preview instead of me. But, oh, the greens! Uh, so Mexico and the U.S. men's national team. Let me let me set the scene for you. Here's where we are: Concacaf, the group that the U.S. are in. This is how you qualify for the World Cup. This is con- our region the of the world. Concacaf, yeah, yeah. yeah the Conca. Okay, <laughs> playing in the Conca. So this is what they call the Ocho. There's eight teams. They all play a home and away game. You're making stuff up. No, there's eight teams. The Ocho. They call it the, now we call it the Ocho. It used to be the Hex because it used to be six teams. Now there's eight. Anyway, enough of that. The point is, after they've been playing for like a year, these round robin, you play at home and then we play you at our house, that back and forth, we are down to three final games. These three games, which are all happening between now and and next Wednesday will determine who goes to the World Cup from North and Central America. So in that group, Canada leads. They're pretty much guaranteed they're going to the World Cup. No questions asked. And let, now let me stop you. That yeah. is surprising, right? Very surprising. That's surprising. Canada has not really been on the map yes, internationally they've, for soccer, they've right? Built, they've, built their, they've built themselves up quite a bit. So Canada is leading with 25 points in the group. You get three for a win, one for a tie, none for a loss, of course. USA is second, tied with Mexico at second with 21. You have to be in the top three to automatically go to the World Cup. So they look good right now, right? Here's the problem. Panama sits fourth with 17 points. Costa Rica sits fifth with 16 points. U.S. has 21. So there's three games left. You get nine point, three points for a win. There's nine points on the table for Costa Rica and Panama. They could clearly pass the U.S. if if we if didn't it win goes any games. Bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. So nothing is guaranteed yet. Tonight you play at Estadio Azteca in Mexico. The U.S. has never won a World Cup qualifier at Estadio Azteca. The most they've done is tie. Wow. And I want to say we've done wow. that twice. So tonight is a huge match from the standpoint that. If you win it, Wait, number on, one, it on. would shock Mexico. It would shock everyone in world soccer, but it would also say you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to the World Cup. I can't. I just typed it in. I don't see it here now, but did I not see a headline today or yesterday that Burhalter was considering his B team? Yes. There, well, it was that made the headline. The me. headline didn't quite do it justice. Okay. So what he said was, we understand what's at stake, and these next three games are really tough. Okay. The next three games, they have to get a win and a tie minimum. Minimum. They to be assured of qualifying top three. You want to be on at least twenty five points. That would that would be good. And I'll explain why in a second. Because the fourth spot is a play in tournament. You have to go play a playoff. You got to play one game playoff in Cutter in the summer, where it's going to be a million degrees. They're not playing the World Cup in the summer this from year. Someone from a different federation. Yeah, right? to, I think it's uh, yeah, it it's, gets whittled down. I want to say it's from the Oceania Federation, which oh, is like Japan and Australia, New Zealand. It's that that group of yeah, everybody countries. Know, everybody knows that. Anyway, so you don't want to be in that playoff. No. You want to go in. Okay? The U.S., they play their next three games. They play Mexico tonight at Mexico. Tough. Might not get a point out of that. Might not even tie. You might lose. Probably, I mean, that's probably where you would be. It's probably so was a loss. He, was he 
in some way conceding that? No, Is because that what, what, what he from? was saying was, we understand that, and we certainly understand why people may ask us, would we put a B team out? But then he said, we know it's important to win all three. We know how important this is. We are not backing down from this challenge. We're going out there tonight. And to we're win. Gonna, yeah, absolutely. Yes, good. So he, he just acknowledged good. that, yeah, we worked through all the scenarios. We thought of all the different things we could do. We're not going to do that. But we did think about that, and we understand why people are asking that. Don't you look at that as utterly ridiculous that we can't take a win on the road at Mexico. It's hard, dude, it's such a hard I, place I, I to play. I have respect and everything, but I'm not Mexico I'm not City's, asking to just dominate down there. I'm asking to grab a yeah. win, you know, every 3 times or every 4 times you play there. It is it is, you're That's right. all. And and here's the problem. Mexico City, I'm not making excuses. One of the problems there is that elevation, you're up a mile high plus. It's yeah, like Denver. Yeah. And pollution is is always said to be one of the other factors that you don't have in Denver as much where you get the smog factor and, and the elevation the thin air and suddenly everyone's gasping for air in the 70th minute it's very difficult on players who aren't used to playing in that environment so uh you know the players from Mexico who play there more often they are a little more used to that they are acclimated to it better anyway you play Mexico tonight you play Panama at home on Sunday in Orlando that is a get. You have to win that game. Three points, no questions asked. Then your final game is at Costa Rica on Wednesday night. That is not going to be easy, and that has like me already feeling the vibes of Trinidad and Tobago from four years ago. Oh. Don't have that happen again. My point is now win tonight and then win Sunday and call it a day. Stamp your ticket. Who cares about Costa Rica? Mm. So are you already at a point now as a fan where this is this is already too close for comfort? Oh, it's extremely not, nervous have tonight. Have not done the job the I way we should have so, done the job. Oh, I'm Bad. so nervy. So nervy tonight. Yes. We're, lo- we're losing tonight, aren't we? I hope two not. 2-1? I hope not. What's your expert prediction? 3-2, two, 2-1? Two, I'm going to go, I'm going to say a 1-1 one, one game. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Banking on we're the gonna tie. A, we're going to get a point here. Banking we're going to get on a point, point in Panama. Or in, in at home against Panama, and then hopefully that works. Hopefully that's enough because I don't know. So we're going tie tie here. No, 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 tie and then a win against okay, Panama win, at home. Yeah, yeah, win at home. Yeah, I think we we'll get be. that. All right. So now you know the stakes. Ten o'clock tonight. Just so you know, it's out there. If you're going to check into it, Godspeed. <laughs> Hope you're not a ball of nerves like I am about that. Uh, we'll do the rundown next. We come back. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On the north side, you have a crash heading westbound on 270 at Sawmill Road. It's going to be on the exit ramp there. And you have slow traffic as well on 70 eastbound between James Road and Bryce Road. This report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is a family-owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians, Rumpke offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com. E-E-O-E. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Good. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot 
and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. It's a Would You Rather Thursday. It's a Sweet 16 Thursday, too. And get your Would You Rathers in now at Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. Lots to get to still today. We'll talk some more about... Uh, <laughs> Some things that I saw in the baseball world about the values of these teams. I always like to see how much sports teams are going for. In case I'm ever in the market, Timmy, you know, because I'm yeah, maybe thinking I might try one out sometime, go a little test drive on a, on a Major League Baseball team. Good to know what they cost these days. You got to keep your eye on the prices. Inflation, getting to the baseball teams a little bit. You talk about just one of those rankings that will always work for sports people. Oh, yeah. Values of the team. A list of how much. And oh, I, we just got to talk about how many. Oh, the Cowboys are worth this and Washington's worth this. How about that? Yeah. Well, we will talk about that more in a little bit. But something that, that we were talking about earlier in, in the day about the cost of things and the expenses and all that stuff. You and I both agree that beef jerky way out of control. I don't know when the beef jerky people got to a point where they said, all right, we are allowed to basically have you take out a mortgage to get a bag of beef jerky, but it's, it, you cannot sell beef jerky for the prices all it's right. going for, right? Not, and it's not even an inflation thing. That's just been an always thing. I don't know why beef jerky costs $92 for a gas station sized bag. It makes no sense. I've been waiting, been waiting all day for you to tee me up on this jerky situation. So, you know, for one, I, I ate floor jerky. That's part of the story, too. So I don't know if you got a feeling what about is, that. What is, what is floor jerky? Floor, floor jerky is when, you know, I bought my beef jerky today and I opened it up and it doesn't, the, the opening was kind of weird. It had like the, the perforated top, the tabs. Yeah. It's not a resealable bag. So oh, it just slid weird. right out. Like when I opened it, a little chunk of beef jerky just slid right out. And it was a, is a big we're piece. We're talking maybe like a 0. 0.2 ounce chunk. Which with the size of the bag being point nine ounces. Yeah, you got you got a bag of beef jerky that I think my dog would even look at and say that's not that's not enough of a treat. Or that's what a am small, I saying? Teeny tiny treat. Nine ounces or whatever. I guess. What am I? I'm no, no. My... You're right. It's point nine ounces. It's definitely not. It's not a full ounce of jerky. What you had there. You did not have a full ounce. A regular bag that I've seen, like at a grocery store, two ounces, three ounces, three I've ounces, seen like a three ounce bag. That's like usually what you get. Whoa, I just you just blew my mind. You had I not did my, even one ounce. Wait, you did not wait. even do one ounce of beef jerky, Timmy. You blew my mind because my calculate Doc Brown's calculations were wrong <laughs> when I did the price per pound for the beef jerky. But so I ate floor jerky because it fell. It was there for maybe three or four seconds. I rinsed it off with water and then I popped it in my mouth. And I'm, I'm like a mouse couldn't have gotten full on this this bag. Point nine ounce Jack Links. You know how much it cost? How much did it cost? Two dollars and seventy cents. Yeah, for jerky. Point nine ounces. And like I said, that's not. I don't think that's an inflation thing. I could be wrong. I'm not an economist. The like jerky has always. It's just been a thing they get you on at the store, and I don't know why. I don't know why we've allowed it. 
I don't know why we've all agreed that drying out meat makes it cost 72 times more than it does if it's just raw meat or even I think you could go get a steak pound for pound, probably cheaper, a good steak, a well-made steak at a nice place, probably cheaper than you can get a pound of beef jerky at the grocery store. That's actually, I'm going to bet that. So wait a minute. We're saying that. So if that was two sixty nine an ounce, yeah, an ounce, yeah, yeah, we'd be looking at forty three dollars a pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So we're looking at eighty six dollars a pound. Wait, you just said it was forty three dollars a pound. That's for at. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> don't let radio idiots do math you just said it's 43 dollars a pound and then you said it's 82 dollars a pound i think you're right it's, on the first eight, one no 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 i'm right it's 86 dollars because it's 269 for nine ounces let's just let's nope, double the we're two def- s- we're wrong about that point, point nine point nine, nine. Yes, point so nine. we're gonna do double 269 for one ounce no nope, then times nope. that by 16 ounces <laughs> no, that's a pound point nine ounces is an ounce you were right. Point nine <laughs> is nine tenths of an ounce. Oh, 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 wait. It's 90% wait. of an I ounce. Thought, no, okay. Yep, yep, you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. This is completely off the rails. That's all right. That's how we oh, are. Man. Don't ever let us do math on this Why? show. You know what, Ted? Why? I blame Panama Ted. He's just sitting over there. He's not stopping us from doing math. He should have jumped in and said immediately no. I, know, I was really you? confused because 16 ounces is a pound. Yes, sixteen ounces a pound. See, it is confusing. Point nine ounces is yeah, is close to a half, just over half a pound. Is point nine <laughs> ounces. <laughs> that's right, Ted. That's no. actually. I think it's. I think it's yeah. actually a kilo. We didn't even do the kilo. Well, I mean, imagine if we actually just had regular numbers, like come on, zeros and tens and hundreds and thousands. That'd be so much easier. You forgot the uh, metric system. Yeah, factor. I'd much rather have the metric system you than what we have. This you didn't put oh, that into this equation. I know we should have done that. That makes it a little bit trickier when you think about the metric system. Beef jerky too expensive. Thank you for coming. Forty three dollars an ounce. It, <laughs> no, that's enough of that. Let's just come on, man. And T bones the rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Mister Rooter Plumbing. Call <laughs> Mister Rooter. They'll be there quick. All right, Marge, uh, back. I'm thinking of the. Guy. Uh, sorry. Are you going to do? I, it, this is like Shaq <laughs> on TNT telling you how if you fill your gas tank ga- up yeah, it four times, tank. it's cheaper than if you fill it up once. A quarter of a tank. The sign says a quarter for fifteen minutes, <laughs> but it's actually saying it's a dollar an hour. Yeah, that's not a dollar an hour. Yeah, yeah. Actually, exactly right. it is. It is. <gasps> yep. There you go. Uh, all right. So March Madness back tonight. Number four seed Arkansas and number one seed Gonzaga. That's an early game, along with Meat Chicken and eleven seed taking on Villanova. Two seed. That's also at seven thirty. TBS is that one for you. Three seed Texas Tech. Two seed Duke at nine forty. Five seed Houston, one seed Arizona, 10 p.m. on TBS. So, of these games, Timmy, the one you're looking forward to the most, I assume, is was it Houston, Arizona, or Texas Tech, Duke? Houston, Arizona's up there. I'm looking at these two late games. I go Texas Tech, Duke for the big one here. Should both be really good. And I said in the three o'clock hour that I want to see Coach K just, I want to be done. I don't want to have to hear more. I, I want to get all the sob story stuff out of there. And then it's, I don't want him to get to the final four and have a week of that. I don't want to, I'm, I'm, I got it. He's important to the game of basketball. He's not going to like disappear into the vapor when he's done coaching. He'll still be around. 
He'll still be talking. How He'll do you, still have How books. do you know he's not going to vaporize? He will have plenty of things to do afterwards. I'm just saying I'm all done with the farewell tour. So tonight, Texas Tech, let's go Red Raiders. Knock them out. And then we can move on. Tomorrow, we can get into more talk about St. Peter's. My guys. I've changed my mind. I'm uh, on Team Duke now oh, for you for the rest Duke of the way. sucks. Hashtag Duke sucks. That's Go what I Duke. have to say on that. All right, fine. So all the action tonight, we will be talking about that, of course, tomorrow here on The Fan. Uh, the, st- the city of New York, New York City, has gotten rid of their COVID vaccine policy when it comes to athletes. If you've not been paying attention to that, the rule was, up until today, that anybody performing athletes, anyone who worked at a company, you had to be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you can't come into work. Okay, they said that applied to whether you worked in, I don't know, sanitation, whether you work at hot dog stand, or whether you work at, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. So that, of course, kept Kyrie from playing in home games for the Nets. That was going to be a problem, too, with the Yankees and Mets home games starting up. Their season's getting underway. That was going to apply to their players. And uh, Major League Baseball does not quite have the COVID vaccination records that some other leagues do. So there were going to be significant guys missing time if this didn't get changed. Did get changed today, so if you want to watch sports. Meanwhile, you could have visiting teams come in, Timmy. They could have no vaccines on anybody on the team. They could play just fine. It was only if you worked for a team based in New York City. Now that rule's been done away with, so Kyrie Irving's back. Whoever else you care about there is back. The world has, has moved forward. This round world that we live on the round has, world has yep. moved Circular, forward enough global world for Kyrie to be right again. He just needed some time. That's yeah. all. And we measure time. <laughs> time is actually <laughs> a measurement. Of, yes. How often the world spins past certain objects in space that are all. How would we go spheres? through time if we didn't spin? That's would a just really... chops. Just keep track. <laughs> Hi. He just it's Tuesday. He'd log he'd log yell at you. It'd be good. Yeah. So anyway, what in the flat earth is going on with Kyrie? I don't know, but now he can play and that helps the Nets. It's not great news for the Cavs, I guess, because the Cavs are the last team out of the play in tournament. Right now they're six in the East. The Nets are eighth. The Nets are trying to get out of the play in tournament. They're only three games back with I don't know, maybe less than a dozen to play, ten or so. So they've got time to catch the Cavs. And Kyrie being available for all their home games would definitely help them have a chance in that regard. The Rundown. The Rundown. Catch the Rundown every day, 502, right here on The Fan. Take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about it. What is the most valuable baseball team in case you want to buy? Maybe you want to buy some. Maybe you want to sell all your beef jerky and can make billions of dollars off beef jerky. I'm getting a beef jerky farm. That's yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> It grows, right? I think you grow it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a root. It's a root. It's a root. Yeah, it grows underground. Good soil. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll get into that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On the north side, look out for a crash westbound 270 at Sawmill Road. It's going to be on the exit ramp, and you have a a situation of slow traffic on 670 westbound between 71 and 3rd Street. 70 eastbound is slow between Hamilton Road and 270. Slow traffic northbound 71 between 670 and 11th Avenue, and southbound 71 is slow as well between 670 and East Broad. This report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Would you rather Thursday, you can tweet us at Man and Bone 971 to get your would you rather in. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Thank you, Bone. Yeah, glad to have you, buddy. One more tomorrow. That's right. Oh, yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about tomorrow with all the action tonight in the Sweet 16. Me losing my mind if the U.S. national team loses to mm. Mexico at Stadio Azteca tonight. He said that's not going to happen. They're going to tie. I hope it's not. hope it's at least a tie. But that'll all be tomorrow. We'll talk about all that stuff, plus I'm sure much more. Uh, I did see the update today just coming down. We talked about this uh, an hour or so ago that Sean Watson was facing possibly another grand jury. Not possibly. He was, his case was presented in Brazoria County. A complaint was filed criminal complaint they brought it to a grand jury the after looking through what they have uh here's the statement i'll actually read after a careful and thorough review of the facts and evidence documented and the reports prepared by the brazoria county sheriff's office and houston police department as well as hearing testimony from witnesses the grand jury for brazoria county has declined to charge sean watson with any crimes the matter is closed so that is something for browns fans i guess that's a weird spot to be in where you're rooting for, I don't know, possibly justice not to be served. We don't know. We'll never really know for sure. I, I can say this. I hope he didn't commit any crimes. Not because I want him to play football. Because I really hope nobody was a victim of any of the things that are described here. As much as it would suck to have a bunch of people lying about him, it would also, it's way worse if he's actually doing these things. That's horrible. But... All that being said, we're never going to know the truth on that. So today, at least, he will not be facing a grand jury. He's not getting indicted on anything. So Jimmy and D. Haslam can wipe the sweat off their brow. Yeah. But their $230 million Look, bet it's, is, has so far not blown up in their face. It's tough, when, it's tough when you feel like you are focusing on things that are inconsequential in the, in the grand scheme. And we get... look. You and I, we get to have a fun job, right? We get to have a cool job. It's not what I'm talking about. When, if it ever was push come to shove over, you know, the, the safety and the well being of somebody that you love versus, you know, a sport or playing a game. I would hope, yes, that you would, would hope, hope that you would like pick. that's an easy side to choose, right? right. Yeah. And again, like, yeah, I can't with 100% conviction say that Deshaun Watson is guilty. I get how our system works. He is innocent until proven guilty. All that America, right? You believe yeah, in that right, stuff. Of course. But it's also a situation where what are you supposed to do if a crime is committed against you and nobody was there to see it? Well, like, right. What, I mean, what, what, what kind of evidence what about is all a, of those situations that I have happened throughout the course of time? Like there's that's just to sort of shrug your shoulders. Nothing you can do. I don't know how many people that's have that. ever had a massage before, but they usually don't walk in with three cameramen to like document from all angles what's going on at all times. No, you, I know we got a lot of cameras be, now, but that still doesn't mean everything is, is no. videotaped or there's audio on everything. I mean, the no. reality, look, at the end of the day, this is where I've come down on all this. 
sports are supposed to be something I always felt like as a kid, and I still kind of have a little of this now, where I feel like we do that when all of our other stuff's taken care of. You know? Like, you probably shouldn't be so wrapped up in sports if, like, your house is on fire. You should probably not be, like, checking your fantasy football league if your house is on literal fire, right? House in order. There's a time to be serious. There's yeah. a time to have fun, right? All that stuff. Get all but your ducks in a row, then enjoy the games. The reality is... That's not really true, and that's not how we work in sports, right? Like, people in Flint, Michigan have needed help with their water for a while. There's lots of rich people that could have helped them. Instead, what did they do? They all decided to buy sports teams. They ignored that problem. That's what Deshaun Watson, that's what this brings back to the front for me, is that as much as I think sports are important, as much as I enjoy them, it brings the real-world issues back up to remind you, oh, Actually, we put a lot more on sports than we probably should. Yeah. So that's so let's let's talk about how many billions the sad- of dollars these baseball teams are worth. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. It's yeah. about the money and getting one of these teams. Oh. And, then, and then if you're a certain level of billionaire, you get the team and then you just do nothing with it. But more on that is and it keeps going up in value because yeah. that's just how things work. Yeah. So here's the 2022 most valuable Major League Baseball teams per Forbes. Uh, you wanted me to go top five, go five to one. I yeah, I want to know okay. like the top five, top ten, and then yeah. I want to know the bottom feeders. All right, Giants are fifth. $3.5 billion is the estimated value they would fetch if they went on sale today. I always say with these numbers, tack on at least a million and a half to, or a billion and a half to two billion extra from what they say. Because if all of them were on the market at the same time, this might be true. But only one of them is going to be on the market at a time. Giants, $3.5 billion in at number five. Number four, they say the Cubs, $3.8 billion. Number three, the Red Sox, $3.9 billion. Dodgers estimated value by Forbes, $4 billion. They're number two. And number one, no shock there, the Yankees, $6 billion estimated. I would, I would believe if the Yankees went on sale tomorrow, it would be for no less than $10 billion. And you'd probably have multiple guys bidding on that, and it'd go up. But that's, that's where that number sits right now. Uh, the rest of the top 10, the Mets are six, $2.65 billion. Cardinals, $2.45 billion. Phillies, $2.3 billion. Angels, $2.2 billion. And the Braves, $2.1 billion. Uh, down at the bottom, number 24, you have the Cleveland Guardians. Estimated value, $1.3 billion. Now, here's the thing that never, that the sports owners don't like to talk about and they don't want you to remember but imagine if you invested $1.3 billion or your investment was worth $1.3 billion. And then the one year change from last year to this year was positive 12%. Think about your 401k. Think about anything you've invested in ever. If you said every year you're getting, and this is by the way, pandemic year, kind of a rough deal All with it. people yeah, coming to yeah. games. They went up in value. They estimate 12%. Mm. Imagine getting a 12% return on anything you've ever invested in. That's pretty good business. You'll take that any day you want, right? So when these teams say, oh, well, we don't have the money to spend on this. We don't, oh, people didn't come to the game, so we had to cut everything. That's BS. Your team went up in value no matter if you sucked or if you were great. The Reds last year valued uh, their $1.19 billion. They're 26th on this list. They're estimated to have gone up only 10%. Only 10%. For old Bob Castellini. So Dolan family, Castellini family each cash in double-digit returns on their investment while trying their best not to spend money on these teams. <laughs> trying not to make them as competitive as they could be. So, I love the Orioles went down 4% one-year change. Minus well, 
There and, is there yeah. is a limit even there where mm. teams like the Orioles, yes, they probably do. But I would I would guess Peter Angelos has more than recouped his investment over the years. Like there's that there's that percentage change, but there's also the grand amount they've already with everything that's gone on with the skyrocketing prices of these franchises. You're looking at now the last couple years worth of the growth. It's so much more than that over the 10, 15, 20, 30 years some of these people have owned these teams. So do we so who's the most recent North American sports team to sell? Still oh, the Mets. Still the Mets, the right? Mets would be, Steve I would Cohen? Think, right? I'm trying to remember what the Mets sold for off the top of my like head. 2.2, 2.3-ish or something. And the reason I was I was thinking about that because we have the, the Denver Broncos now when you look at the NFL teams. And it's always interesting to see because a lot of these teams get passed down through families, right? And you keep holding, holding on to them over the course of 20, 30, 40 years and where the sports industry was and the entertainment industry was back then in the 60s and 70s i mean you got you think about like how much money that turns into pat bolin bought the broncos for just 78 million dollars mm-hmm. and i think their valuation is probably up in the 4 billion range well, we'll find out, right? Because they're, yeah, they're for sale. I mean, you'll, yeah. you'll see what they go for. Just I bet ima- it's probably up there. Imagine that check. Oh, it's it's. I can't. We none of us can, can fathom fit that. numbers on a piece of paper. No, right? and, and again, the the people who own these sports teams, they're not looking at that one big check and going, "All right, finally, we can pay off all this debt." No, they they've accrued debt. The debt has been paid for by lots of other means of financing that are not available to you and me. And then at the end of all this, they just have wealth for generations after they sell these teams by the way steve cohen purchased the mets you're right it was 2.4 billion current value according to forbes 2.65 billion that would mean if that's accurate that in the this was 2020 2020 2020 when the sale went in so less than two years 260 some million dollars right yeah I was yeah, going to a quarter bill already 0.25 billion dollars is yes like 250 million that's Pretty that's, good investment. That's you quite just, a deal. Yeah, if you've got the money. And so the Mets payroll this year is up in the $250 million range. People are going, wow, look at that. He's willing to spend. Yeah, no wonder. Because he knows he's going to get that money back and then some. That's that's just the value of his franchise. That's not the TV deal. That's not the amount of money that comes in from ticket holders, people buying T-shirts. So, yeah, it's it's good business, even if these people who own these teams don't always participate in said good business. That's another problem. I will take a break when we come back. It's Would You Rather. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. The winner of Would You Rather, $50 gift card to the Walrus, Pecan Pennies and the Walrus, thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Sew your badge, any badge to receive an employee discount. Would You Rather is next. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Westbound 70 after 670. You have a crash that's blocking both shoulders and it's causing a backup from West Broad. And on the north side, you have a crash on the exit ramp to Sawmill Road from westbound to 70. This report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. 
Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. All right, the best Would You Rather today is going to get a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Pecan Petties and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. It's Would You Rather time with Timmy Hall. Common man off today. You ready to go, Tim? Let's go. I love this segment. Oh, yeah. Always have a lot of fun with this. Uh, Jason says, my guys. It's Division One football. Uh, he said, would you rather be able to take baths the rest of your life? Only no showers. Take yeah, only yeah. baths. Yep. Or be stuck with a lifetime of shoes that are half a size too small. Now, I know Mike is not a fan of baths. I, I I'll take a bath. I don't care. I don't want. I hate the half size too small shoe. It hurts. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not saying I love baths, but no, me neither. You can't but. live your life with small shoes. And we could get an awesome bath. Yeah, the jacuzzi tub with the jets. Sure. We'd have to go that route. I'd invest in it if I knew that we was. We could all just I was share doing. a big bath. You know, we'd get a big I one. Think that's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, public baths. Let's bring those back. <laughs> bath Seems houses. Like a good time. Remember after an out nat- west yeah, and- after global pandemic. Let's have bath houses and. Why not? Let's go right on. Imagine, Roman, yeah. Like uh, Maverick with Mel Gibson back when <laughs> you're just in a dirty hut taking a bath that had just been water mm. was just sat in by a dude. Yeah. What, what was <laughs> Come on. You've, I mean, I know what you're saying, but you've also kind of described public pools to a degree because we because there's a dude oh, yeah. sitting in a pool. It's not the same. There's, there's chlorine and stuff in there. Though. This is a little different. Pools are nasty. Uh, Stay away from those. Oh, I don't. Uh, Abigail says, my guys. Fills in the cracks and gaps. Would you rather only be able to eat hot and melty Krispy Kreme donuts for every meal forever or have stupid Brad narrate everything you do every day for five years? <laughs> oh, I would, would I would bad. actually, uh, as much as I like Krispy Kreme, I know what that would do to me. I would end up being way over 600 pounds and I can't do that. And that's forever. <laughs> This is it. I'd have stupid Brad for five years, and then I would just make him do the most awkward, ridiculous things he'd have to narrate. I would just make sure it was extremely weird for him the entire time. Hey, what's going on? So now T-Bone gets into his car, and he's driving over to the card shop. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, I'd be going to a card shop. T-Bone likes the NBA, and he's going to settle in and watch the Memphis Grizzlies. Somehow, like, every one of his narrations, though, would end up on a conversation about, like, you think they play the killers in this NBA arena? And that's where you'd end up. It's just always on a discussion about the killers. It's his favorite band. He loves them. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say, Jode says, my guys. That wasn't a doink. That was a dong. <sighs> he also says, look at him. Would you rather know your future or be able to go back in time and change one thing in your life? Change hmm. one thing in my life. Uh, yeah. Here's the problem with that, though. Because I don't, I don't necessarily want to know my future. I know some people would like that. I know Mike would like that. I am more in the position of I don't need to know. I just want to, like, I want to be able to go forward and feel good about where I'm headed. But if I know, I'm going to be nervous about it. Right. All that stuff is not good but for I me. But I also, what would I, one thing that I would change in my life. I'd be afraid if I went back and changed then I would screw up everything you else. Be I, here. Like, I like what I have right now. I like I where guess, I am. I guess I'd just change the fact that I was even born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got a little dark. <laughs> oh, my! Yeah, it sure did. 
We're out here. Just Eeyore over here helping us out. That's Thanks, not, buddy. That's not really something that happened in my life. Uh-huh. That's something that had in mama and daddy's life. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Wouldn't be your life. That's true. Uh, let's go. I, I brought you in this world, son. I'll take you out. <laughs> that's right. I've heard that before. Cameron said, my guys. Chubby time! Uh, would you rather lose all your memories? Man, these are heavy. All your memories of friends and family... Or have your friends and family lose all memories of you? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Ouch. I'd rather lose the memories of all my friends and family. But here's the only reason why. Because I'm a selfish, narcissistic SOB. I wouldn't want to have to go around to everybody and be like, excuse me, you should know me. And have to remind them of who I, like, what, well, how we knew each other. I, that would be, how many of those conversations would you have? Instead, everyone would be coming to you and be like, hey, I'm related to you. Hey, yeah. I'm your friend. Hi, I married you. And then everyone is trying to get, they want you to be in their life. As opposed to you have to go around, chase everybody, and tell them I should be in your life. It sounds like a bad movie from the early 2000s, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Like the plot there. Well, I mean, it's a little bit, it's a wonderful life, right? I mean, you know, yeah, George right. Bailey, everyone yeah, forgets. Okay. And look how miserable that was for him, right? If he had just forgotten everybody else, he he would have had no cares. <laughs> He'd just be sitting there like, at the bar. Why is everybody so mad about the savings oh, of the Oh, uh, dueling just trying to have, Baileys. Trying that's, to have a drink. Here. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Kevin says, <laughs> my guys. Baileys. Kevin says, my guys. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his love. Would you rather be able to eat anything you see on TV instantly or be able to instantly be transported to any live sporting event you're watching on TV? Mm. I would much rather go to the sporting events. I like food, but not enough to turn down. Like if I'm watching an epic game and I could just zip over there, be in the building, watch the final two minutes of some crazy Stanley Cup playoff game or I don't know, big yeah, World Cup kick or our seats, too? whatever. Yeah, just I'm, transport. Yeah, I, come here, on. Think of the value in that, too. Teddy, you're talking about tickets that could be worth thousands and thousands of dollars to go to yes. the final Duke Carolina game where they're selling tickets for. 80 grand courtside? Yeah, I'll just snap my fingers. I'll be there for two hours. I don't know your answer, Ted, but I'm going to guess your answer and common man's answer would be exactly the Come same. Yeah. That was my initial answer, but then you may have convinced me. That'd be cool if I could just really? like pop into something and then watch the last couple minutes of an event okay. and then just be out of there and back home again. Back on yeah, your couch. Right. And with no, your bag of chips. no traffic or anything. So yeah. Ted, yeah. Ted, I know you don't like to go out, but it's not because you don't want to be there. It's that you don't want to deal with the before and after. Yeah, That's, exactly. I, I yeah. get that. I can respect that a lot. Uh, let's see here. Quentin says, my guys. I wrestled in North Korea. Would you rather have to eat only ambrosia salad and be forced to watch every XFL game for a year or have every episode of Wings available for your viewing, but mm. Ryan Day's magical bullwhip can attack you without warning five times a year? So you actually don't even, it's not the sound. You actually get whipped by it. Yeah, that's. You actually uh, get hit by it. I can't mm. eat. I, thank you. I can't eat ambro. I can't eat ambro- I can't eat ambrosia salad. I can't for a year though. I guess I'd maybe well probably lose a lot more weight if I did that. I'd be I'd be skin and bones because I wouldn't be able to eat anything else. Ambrosia salad Ugh. and the XFL. No oh, thanks. I guess I'll take you know no, what, the other. Yeah, yeah. Give I'll me the whip. The, I'll take the bull whip five times a year. Uh, let's see. Dicky the Punchline Donkey. You're not getting it, though. Hello, says, my I've guys. accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain. Says, you're being inducted into the Radio Hall of Shame. Congratulations. Would you rather be inducted by Big Daddy Paul Keels or Rimmer and his Yapper Dogs? Oh, Paul Keels. 
no offense to Rims, just Paul would just Paul would want to not be there, so he would be very yeah, quick. It's the Hall of Shame, and Keels would you know say bad things about us. As he'd we say, could have yes, he'd be very yeah. funny, but he also wouldn't want to be there, so he would do it very quickly. And and that's all I would want is I don't want Rimmer would want to take twenty minutes, and I wouldn't. That's that's true. It'd be a long, drawn out ordeal. Mm, that's right. Uh, let's see. Brandon says, "Would you rather the CBJ make the Eastern Conference Final next season, or Ohio State men's basketball makes the Final Four? Give me that Final Four. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Final Four too. That's a tough one, though. All right, good stuff today. Want to pick a winner? Do you have any ideas on who you'd go with? Um, I'm looking at the sheet right here. Uh, the one that was, I think we got to go with with uh." crying Ryan there rather be able to eat anything you see on TV instantly or instantly transport to any live sporting event there you go Jack and Dick. Ryan's gonna get a $50 gift card to the walrus back page when we come back it's man and bone on the fan fan traffic from the Meister's bar and pizza traffic center Look out for stop-and-go traffic, 670 westbound between U.S. 33 and I-70. You also have a crash on Holt Road just north of Alkire Road, and you have slow traffic as well. 70 eastbound between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Mattress Firm's best deals are happening now. Save up to $500 on top-selling brands, plus get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchases. And don't forget, hot buys like up to 50% off of select queen beds. Shop now and save. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Final segment of the program. Timmy Hall has been in all day today, all day yesterday. He'll be back tomorrow, but he's also hosting the Buckeye Show today. How long you got tonight, Timmy? Gonna make you do three hours along with the three hours you do with me? Or? Yeah, yeah, we're we're going to midnight tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna check out at seven, and then hopefully Tyvis will stick around for the rest. Oh, there of the you evening. go. That's that's perfect. Yeah. So Tyvis Powell will join you and. Guys will get us caught up on everything Buckeye football Absolutely. related. Buckeye basketball. Where yeah, are you going tonight? All, all of it. All of it. We'll get we'll get you excited for the Sweet Sixteen once again. We're still keeping an eye on that and uh, anything that pops up with with Buckeye basketball. And of course, uh, Adam King's going to stop in. He actually got to go over the Woody today, where they had some media availability for the defensive linemen. So a lot of turnover there, but still, you look at who they're bringing back and Jack Sawyer and JT Tuimolowau. Zach Harrison is back for another year. Yeah. Also, how different are things going to be with Jim Knowles and him having his handprints all over the defense? Everybody's talking about this Leo position, this hybrid position. Oh, there. right. Yeah, yeah. Guy going to kind of be standing up there on the edge of the line of scrimmage a little bit more. Yeah, that's it's going to be. I'm I'm so excited to see what this new defense looks like. I am also trying to temper my excitement, right? Because I probably shouldn't, because I know that the. <laughs> Ryan Day put the effort in that they they did to go out and get him. 
And then Jim Knowles got one of his like main guys to transfer here too, to follow him over here and play as a grad. Tanner McAllister. Right. Like there should be reason to be excited about the talent on this defense and the new scheme. And the fact you have a guy that was kind of one of the leaders on his old defense coming here to help reinstill what that is and, and kind of bring that onto the field. All that seems good. So then in my mind, it's like, well, we should be a top five defense. And I know as much as that would be nice, that may not be realistic in year one as you're trying to, you know, you're building this, right? Well, you still, you know, I don't think there's any excuse for the way Ohio state's been recruiting for you to not be a lock as a top 25 defense. Well, that that's just different. Be a that's different. Lock I'm saying, every year, but the difference between top 25 and top five. Yeah. Right. True. There's still a little bit of a gap there. And but I'm the just money saying, that's being paid and the recruiting yeah. that's been done. There is no waiting. You know, I think everybody looks around and understands that this is not some, Oh, let's take two to three years to build up. That's why we'll talk about no, what no. phase of this we're in with Jim Knowles and why the spring is important for teaching this, for getting guys to just, Take it slow and understand what's going on. So by the time they have the summer and they come back for fall camp or the buildup, they can go hard and have really spirited practices flying around and understanding everything that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got that tonight and then seven o'clock. What's on after you? I forget. Do we know t- Teddy? What do we, what do we got after basketball seven, at right? seven o'clock? Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Perfect. You're on for the sweet 16. Right here on the fan back page. Let's do it. The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Go ahead, Timmy. Here's a story about Iron Mike Tyson. Something that happened on Tuesday night. So he was hanging out at a comedy club at a rooftop bar in Hollywood. And there's a video, I guess, and TMZ had this. He's sitting calmly at a table. He's there with friends. And this stranger, just a strange dude, starts disrupting the comic set. So that's annoying, right, off the top. Then things go sideways. The man starts to approach Mike Tyson and recognizes him, starts coming you know, over to him. And he says, I'm trying to upgrade my status. All I need is you. All I need is you. So it starts to get a little scary, right? It gets a little weird. Sure. Eyewitnesses were telling TMZ that the man challenged Tyson to a fight. I wonder how that's going to go. Yeah. Careful what you wish for. He wouldn't engage, though. Tyson wouldn't, you know. Afterwards, patrons in the crowd began instructing this guy to get out of there. It resulted in him pulling a gun from his waist, right? So it's it really scary. The video then cuts to the man boldly approaching Tyson's table again. He's asking him not to call the cops. And instead of giving the guy grief, that Tyson apparently gets up and embraces this guy with a hug. Like, that's what he does to try wow. to, like, cool the situation. According to TMZ, the man threatened to shoot the show host, but he never fired his weapon. The outlet also shared the video on Instagram where commentators commended the boxing champ for keeping his composure. That sounds, sounds kind of crazy, I mean, right? Well, I mean, look. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Mike Tyson's uh, probably not afraid of too much, I would guess, At when this it comes point in to his life, yeah. backing down from someone. But yeah, also, I mean, that's that's probably the best way to handle that situation where you've got a guy who seems like he's a bit erratic. He's coming over to you and trying to challenge you. Something like that, an embrace would probably throw him off and then probably help de-escalate the situation a bit. So everyone was okay. They got out of the club all right. Yeah, and- seems everybody was okay. And that was cool. And I also saw uh, this one about the show Survivor, our own Panama Ted. I know you 
probably watch this. It's it's telling me for the first time ever on Survivor, and they've had like 732 seasons, Jeff Probst was forced to stop a challenge. This was on last night's show, and they were like tribes were in the water. The waves were crashing. How'd that go, Ted? They had to stop it. The waves, the sea was angry that day, my friends. They did. It was out of control, and they just couldn't finish the challenge, and they were afraid that these people just would be so exhausted they may well, you know, drown out there. One of, the, one of the tribes did finish that challenge, but they let the two, the second and third ones off the hook, saying, you can come out of the water and move on to Boy, the that land. that would excursion. suck, right, if you actually did accomplish the challenge, and they're like, oh, yeah, we let the other guys in, too. They should like, have automatically the won. Ever done. Well, they, they won the challenge, though, so it didn't matter. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, yeah. I see. They All were right. they were done. Yeah. I got you. Well, <laughs> Did they this, snuff them out at the end? The uh, losing tribe lost a member last night. Yes. Good. Good. Mm. All right. There you go. See, was I it the followed... guy who had his head stuck in the ladder. No. No. It's <laughs> the other. I'd, it's probably the other... Vote, I'd probably vote that guy off. That's <laughs> who I'd vote for. Probably the guy who got his head stuck in the ladder. Yeah. All right. That's it for me. Timmy will be back with Buckeye Show with Tyvis Powell next, and then it's Sweet Sixteen action all night long. We'll see you tomorrow. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On the north side, you have a crash westbound 270 just after Sawmill Road. It's blocking the right lane. And you have some stop-and-go traffic. 670 westbound between US 33 and I-70. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Fasting for- Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I I didn't take these pills every single day. I've been taking the Propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now, yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, 
you're I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt I think on you it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off, I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's, I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is, you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.